Do you do a countdown on this? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, oh. I do. Of course I do. And it's going to go out on the Rush for page so I can uh, uh, share it from there, right? We're geek more, but sure. Bears. Beats. Battlestar Galactica. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast. Baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Welcome, for the first time in a long time, to the Mount Geekmore podcast, your favorite podcast where you come to listen and watch uh, people talk, debate, and argue over their top four, Mount Rushmore, if you will, other favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by looking at either your listening device or on the screen, if you're watching us live or the replay on YouTube, uh, is the Mount Geekmore of bad friends on TV or movies. Uh, so... Thank you very much. I am Nary Signs. With me, as usual, is David DeBona. Not quite, quite. Not David. Not David DeBona. Uh, Daniel DeBona. That was so Ayo. Uh, two Ds, you know. Uh, what up, y'all? I'm trying to I'm trying to multitask and send out uh, the Hey, we're live. Watch us uh, Facebook thing. Uh, and also joining us is uh, Missy. Hello. <laughs> The writer, and today we have uh events by you, coordinator, uh, head honcho, uh, the extraordinaire, uh, uh, Stephanie Uyoa. Oh, hello, and so thank you very much, Stephanie, for joining us. Oh, thank you for uh, inviting me. So, we're gonna anyway. be uh, we're gonna be talking about the uh, obviously the geek more of bad TV friends, uh, uh, either TV or movie friends. So, first of all, Stephanie's a, uh, Stephanie, the uh, miss is the one that came up with this topic. So, I was like, okay, wait, it's only TV or movies. There's TV a or movies. I was gonna say, if I I have only TV, I have to make some changes. Mm -mm. No, uh, I will say, uh, well, I'll talk about that later, but I will say, um, and in Googling this topic, I found a lot more TV answers than movie answers, uh, which I found weird. But uh, with that said, let's go around the horn. And Debona, how did you come up with your selection? So I kind of I, I thought about a lot of things. And to eliminate a couple, one thing that I did was I tried to eliminate any thing where if I thought of a group of friends, I was like, yeah, but they're all bad, but which one's the worst? I tried to eliminate <laughs> those groups where they're all just sort of shitty people. Yeah. So that there were two in particular TV shows that I thought for sure were going to make it until I made that rule. Oh, I and, think I know one of them. For um, and so after that, I, I just kind of went with my short list and who I thought was just who I thought was appeared almost like a good friend, but then you realize that everything they did was for selfish reasons. And then some of them are just shitty people. All right. Um, Missy, how did you come up with your list? Um, per the use, I went with my feelings. I tried to um, have two and two, uh, like two from movies, two from TV. And then I made myself, um, I made myself a rule where there's like, if I think I was telling you earlier, like there's certain TV shows that I really, really like, but the whole mountain could be the whole cast. So I limited myself. <laughs> 
<laughs> to if it was from a TV show, it had to be like one character from that show, and then that's it. Otherwise, I could have talked about how I met your mother all night. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't agree with that statement. But well, I know we're gonna there's, fight. It's there's one good character in How I Met Your Mother, and that's it. <laughs> Marshall. Yeah, basically. Lawyer. He's a <laughs> um. All right. I mean. I don't see it, but okay, fine. Well, that's uh, shocking. Oh, I mean, wow. Who could have seen that coming? This just in. Uh, but then again, I don't think Ross is a, a bad friend either. And apparently the internet and me. <laughs> oh, the internet <laughs> highly disagrees with you, my friend. Uh, Stephanie, how did you go with your list? So um, I tried to take character development into consideration. If there's, there's one on my list that the show hasn't ended yet. So she's lower but she was still pretty shitty. Um, and then the rest of them, I kind of just took into account how their character develops over the course of that movie or that show, because a lot of characters can start off really shitty and then will develop mm -hmm. into being pretty good people. Mm -hmm. um, so if you had little to no character development throughout your arc, you're probably on my list. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so I, you have to have, fit, uh, my question is in your list, did you have to? There's a show I have to have finished. Not necessarily, because I have somebody. No, I actually took my both my TV show lists are ongoing shows. Mm. Like both my choices for TV are are still airing. So. Oh, okay. Because I made the comment, uh, and prior to recording, uh, I was uh, having a conversation with uh, Missy over the phone, and uh, I mentioned somebody that I haven't finished watching the show, but. I was like, no, I, I'm going to put this person on my list. And they were like, you haven't finished watching the show. And I was like, yeah, but what I've seen so far, I don't, I think he's a bad friend. Oh, like, yeah. But you're wrong. The, uh, the, uh, <laughs> like, so, so wrong. Well, okay. We'll get to, I mean, it's going to take a while to get to that pick, but yeah. Um, wow, he's so wrong and it's high on his list. <laughs> the highest you can go. Um, all right. So uh, I went kind of the same route. I did two and two. I did uh, two uh, movies and two TV uh, characters. Uh, the movie characters, like I said before, uh, took way, uh, it was way harder to find the movie characters, uh, to be honest with you. And then when I found them, I'm like, yeah. This is top-notch assholery right here. Um, so then I went with that. Uh, I don't know. So, you know, and um, that's it. That's that's where I went with my picks, man. Uh, let's go down to our number fours. With the fourth pick. <laughs> I'm in no mood for your wise crack. Let's get it on. All right. Number four. So let's go off the, the bono. What do you got for your... Number four. My number four is a character that when I originally watched the show, I would not have put on this list. But I recently rewatched this show, and the entire time I was going back through it, I just couldn't get over the fact that this guy was rubbing me the wrong way just constantly throughout the show. My number four is Xander Harris from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <gasps> he and came up I, a lot. In, he does in, come up a lot. I'm um, an internet search. Uh, about two years ago, over the summer, I uh, I rewatched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Xander from the very beginning of the show is very aware of how into him Willow is, and he constantly like uses that as a way to just use her to get what he wants, including constantly bringing up the fact that he has a crush on Buffy. 
Uh, he even at one point uses her to like practice a speech that he's going <laughs> to give to Buffy about how in love, while being very aware of the fact that she loves him. But which, okay, fine, you can claim that you know, well, he's just you know, whatever. But then when she gets together with Oz, he becomes a complete and total dick bag about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. that's where it crosses the line. Yeah, if you're just going to claim that Willow is just your friend and that's why this is okay, then you're not allowed to be an asshole when she when finally moves on. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. that's what drove me insane about Xander. He was so selfish in the way that he treated Willow to Buffy and them. Sure. The rest of the Scooby gang. Yeah. He was fine. Whatever. He was a guy, but the way that he treated Willow specifically, especially being very aware of how she felt about him was just terrible. And I love the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I really, really do. But it was just, it was just cringy and awful. Just knowing just watching the way that he treated her throughout the show and never, like I said, it's not like he could ever claim ignorance as to how Willow felt about him. It was always out there. It was always something that everybody knew. He just chose to only talk about it or use it when it was to his advantage. So everything that he did that seemed friendly when it came to Willow was strictly for selfish purposes. And it just drove me insane. So while he's definitely not the worst on my list, that's why I've got him at number one. He was one that I recently just realized or number four, excuse me, that I recently just realized "Ah, I'm just, I, I don't, I don't like him. I don't like him at all. So I agree with everything that you just said. The only caveat to that is I'll say he does all of that shit in the first two, three seasons and the show went on. The show had a longer run. Now, did he do shittier things in terms of I don't know that he was a shitty friend, but he was definitely like a shitty fiance to Anya. But I don't think that like the only reason why I didn't lean into that one is just because I would like what Stephanie said, his arc takes a different it, yeah. and it, Turn. and it does, and that's that's why I definitely kept him but low. You're on totally the list. right. He was but total dick to Willow. I had to talk about him because I feel like it's one that if you haven't watched Buffy since it was out and you're our age, so you were like, you know, in high school and, and beginning of college when it was running, you might not realize how shitty he was because it was so long ago. Yeah. So if, if you disagree with my pick and it's been a long time since you watched Buffy, I highly recommend going back and watching <laughs> it and seeing if you'd agree. If you want to watch an asshole, go back and watch it. I promise you. Go back and watch it. <laughs> Missy, well, you're, you're having an echo right now. Can you go like the same thing well, you did last time? What? Well, There's like an echo when you talk. Now? Am I better now? Yeah, yeah, you are. I don't know what you did, but yeah. I moved that button over there, right there. <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh, I haven't seen Buffy in a very, very long time. I haven't. I, I was more of a fan of the the Angel show. Well, duh. Uh, well, it's and, it was better. It was better. It was way better. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> Not really. Oh, but okay. The contrarian I mean, now. It did Buffy have a hundred percent less Eliza Dashku, so. Buffy is great. Buffy is like one of my favorite shows from like that time period. But Angel's better. Like objectively, (laughs) Angel's better. Um, But but I haven't even what I was saying, like uh, I was more of a fan of the show Angel. But even that I haven't seen in a long time. Like even that it's been probably on Hulu. Not that I watch regularly or whatever. But, not that I, not that I put on my favorite plaid shirt and just watch all the WB stuff that's on Hulu like regularly. I mean, you don't have them on DVD. 
my bad. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but they're locked away. And you gotta uh, swap them. That's a whole all right. thing. Um, Missy? Yeah. Number four. My number four is also a dub. It comes from a WB uh, show from the late 90s. Um, oh. I can't say that he has a good um, arc. He has no fucking redeeming quality throughout the entire series. Um, and my number four is Dawson Leary. From <laughs> yeah. I knew that you, that was one of the two I figured you'd have. I fucking loathe this guy. Like, uh, James Vanderbeek is a great follow on uh, the socials, as is his wife. They're, they have this whole kip, hippie commune. They just moved to Texas and they have like six kids. It's like they're, they're like on a personal level, I hold no gripes. But Tossin Leary is such a whiny little bitch the entire time that this show takes place. He has no redeeming qualities. He's never a good friend to like seldom a good friend to anyone. He calls dibs on Joey and then just puts her on a shelf then gets pissy because Pacey goes for it and it just so happens that they were meant to be the whole time. Um, And that wasn't just his high school. It was like college. He it rolled over in college. I think it was worse because he was always pretentious. Um, But he turned into a, like it. it he went like pre- from pretentious to pretentious douche in college because of, of his uh, film, you know, film career or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I, I can't think of an instance where he does anything that's redeemable for anyone on the show. Other that's not completely self-centered, self-centered. Um, and I would you say it's douche or douche. <laughs> more on that later. <laughs> More on that. No, uh, I would. I would call him a douche. He does not deserve the douche. He's a douche, a straight douche. Um, and that whole. Uh, I know that the Pacey Dawson Joey thing was was meant like it was inevitable, but I remember watching that show from the beginning. It was very clear to me that Pacey and Joey were a much better match than Dawson was. He was like too manipulative and a gaslighter, and just like no. Ugh. Plus, you know, Pacey was too busy banging teachers, so it took him a second. Well, I mean, wow. practice makes perfect, right? That storyline is so problematic. Like, if you go back and watch that's it, you're the like, only oh. one that's problematic. <laughs> on, on what else is problematic? Uh, I mean, just Jen in general. Jen? I was a big Jen hater. I haven't look. In all fairness, like I haven't seen Dawson's Creek since it ended, and I have Project. not gone back and rewatched it. I know it's on. It's on my. It's on my list of things to go back and rewatch. Good luck with that. But I have, I have twelve year old, thirteen year old me feelings, and like adult me needs to go back and reevaluate. Yeah, so. because you're hardcore, uh, Dawson. You. I mean, you I was then. I was then. You I will probably won't be now. Just I don't think maybe I will. you shouldn't watch it. Just I don't <laughs> because I um I did a rewatch of the OC recently, and I found myself siding with people that I never thought I would. So, yeah, I, I'm interested. I do want to go back and rewatch it though. It's a good. It's it's it still holds up. A lot of uh, th- that show. Like I know we're getting off topic, but that show did a lot of storylines that w- that wasn't really part of the. I want to say, and I, I know I'm being uh, subjective, I can't be objective on this, but other than uh, my so-called life, I didn't really see a lot of 
up to that point, a lot of the storylines that they tackled in terms of like school violence and the LGBTQ plus community, like all of that. So mental health yeah like there's like yeah sex head you banging know? your teacher that was like season one shit that was meant to ca- get your attention but uh, you know well whatever. it works <laughs> uh, i'm yours yeah it's really i yeah that show was so great but yeah it's, fuck dawson and and i'm i'm finding a lot with my uh wisdom that a lot of the main characters that are set out to be like heroes, I'm certain. Like, it turns out I hate them. So, more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for you in ten years Updates to, to like, follow. Who's a villain and who's not? Um, all right. So, um, Missy and uh, I, Missy, uh, Stephanie, what is your number four? So, my number four is Nancy Wheeler from Stranger Things. Oh, I don't watch it. Um, so, well, I don't. Do you want to watch it? Mm-mm. Can I speak freely? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I haven't finished um, watching season three, but that's fine. I mean, I'm really only going to talk about a lot of the things that happened in season one. But um, because she does, again, so this is a show that hasn't ended yet. Um, so she could redeem herself potentially. Mm. Um, but first, she's really selfish. She's super boy crazy. And basically, it's her fault that her best friend gets dragged into the she upside dies. down. Oh, Wait, I, yeah. What's the upside down? So the oh, upside down, it's, it's, it's like a, a whole thing. thing. Okay, I can Google it. Don't, worry. don't yeah. no, I can Google. Is this the is this lady is this uh what Winona's character or somebody else? No, 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 no. no, no, no. This no. is like oh. a high school girl. No, Winona's she's a mom. She's literally talking about a high school character, a high school girl character, and it's so funny. You're like, she's boy crazy and she's selfish, and I'm like, uh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you talking about Winona? Her best friend because of her, essentially. So um yeah, it's that's what happened. No, I mean, and also you could stand up for yourself and say, "No, I don't want to fucking go to that party." You could say that. I mean, but, no oh, one. I'm sorry, okay, you said on. no to drugs all the time, dare captain. I do actually. <laughs> okay, now I'm not talking about now. I'm, I'm trying to make a point, and you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah, Barb was so not much. that kind of character, and definitely justice for Barb. Um, Nancy has done some better things as the thing as it goes on, but she's got a lot of work a lot of growing and a lot of work to do in my opinion um but yeah i think you know the blood on your hands of your best friend is pretty severe is a pretty severe uh wow and to go with that nancy was very aware of the fact that barb was not the type of person who would just say no yeah, i'm not gonna she do that and manipulated she, her and took advantage of her her she kindness very much took and, advantage of the person that barb was yeah, that put absolutely. her in that situation mm-hmm. that that was that was not about barb just not saying no that was that was who Barb was. It was yeah. Nancy who manipulated the situation that Absolutely. made it seem like Barb was a bad person for being mm-hmm. the way she was. Yeah, she totally gaslit the shit out of her. So. Yeah. I, feel, I feel weird about putting a teenager on this list. Like that's oh, like it's like the worst of humanity. It's like the worst you're ever gonna be as a human being is in your teenage year. No, oh, oh, no. But these aren't Hopefully, real people. Because if you're worse than you are in your teenage years, your teenager, you have all these hormones going on. You're with, with Listen, there's lead. a concept called arrested development where people do not move forward from who they develop into when they're in, in adolescence. And a lot of people are the same exact people they were when they were teenagers. Which is, again, that, sh- that t- those are assholes. The, those are right. Well, those, aren't we talking right. about assholes? Yeah. No, I'm, but I'm saying, like, I feel weird putting teen because oh. teenagers is where we're at our worst. Like, our hormones are going crazy. We're usually 
usually selfish. We're usually self-involved. Everything revolves around us. Again, usually I'm talking about I'm painting with a broad brush here, but I feel as if putting a teenager on this. Granted, I have a teenager on my list too, but that's besides <laughs> the point. Yeah, it's 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 uh, you'll you'll see when I'm I tell you. All of my picks are under 18. So sorry. Whoa. three of my four are. <laughs> I yeah, don't I have like I, I don't like have one grown ass kid. adult on here. Okay, but it, when you when you take so my two of my teenage picks that we'll get to them are in movies that never got sequels. So that character only exists as being that age. So no, there's I, I, there's, I, I there's no saying they may I'm have just, been redeemed. That's their whole existence. No, yeah, I get it. I understand. I'm not I'm not debating when like, oh they're I'm just saying like they're children. Like he you're feels really icky like, about teenagers it. Teenagers suck and they're all over my list. Uh, okay. Well, that was the sure. Dawson was the only uh minor on my list, and truthfully, he's a minor for like three seasons, and then <laughs> so yeah, one of my characters turns eighteen within the course of her arc, but whatever she like the story ends and she's eighteen, so whatever. I don't put Barbara's death on 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 Nancy's hands. I don't. I don't. I don't do. I mean, really you I'm don't have saying, to. I no one. This is America, sir. You don't have to. <laughs> I'm not saying she's completely innocent. I'm just saying, like, I never thought, like, when I watched the show, I was like, it's your fault. Now. I was never that guy. I, I, I did do the hashtag justice for Barb because season two, they were like, Barb who? Like, they, it, it, it felt yeah, they like, completely forgot about her. Yeah, it felt like uh, it felt like the sister in uh, Family Matters. Family Matters. They just yeah. sent her to a room and we she never heard never about her again. Her. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? But um, all right. That's then cool. she did porn. Oh, she did do porn. <laughs> <laughs> Who did porn? Barb? The, sister, the sister from Family Matters. Oh, yeah. No, Barb never did porn. Did Barb porn? Yeah, yeah. Not with that Does she have an OnlyFans? <laughs> I was about to say, let's go to OnlyFans and find I out. I follow her on, on Instagram. Hang on. I thought you were going to say OnlyFans. I was like, no. <laughs> no, on Instagram, I follow her. Uh, so it's Nancy Wheeler. And Nancy Wheeler from Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I still haven't seen the end of season three. So, oh, season. Uh, so I know that you and I agreed about season one of Stranger Things, and for the most part, like that, nothing really happens. Um, and and, and season, but season three really does. It's really good. Season two is phenomenal. I think season two is better than season, season one. Season two, I think, was a little bit better, but season one, I was, I, you and I agree. I, but I think the problem is there that we saw it at the same time, where it was like in the throes of the hype. Yeah. And we were yeah, just like, definitely. I was like, it's good. It's all right. It's fine. Yeah, that's how I felt. Season, like, it's, it's I thought good. season two was phenomenal. I'm and into the nostalgia was, of it, but you know, season two was really good too, from what I saw. But it was only like I only saw like half the season. I didn't say I, I got to go back. I'll rewatch the whole season. Season three is really really good though. It is that really season that one really does kick it up a notch. Season three good. carried. Mm-hmm. All right, so my number four. I'm gonna start off with. Uh, I'm gonna go TV movie TV movie. So my number four is Julianne Potter from my best my friend. Best friend's table. Great fucking job. Fuck that bitch. Table. She's the worst. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I'll I'll bow. Oh <sighs> man. It's all right, all right, all right, all right. That's the reason we have them. So the number fours were Xander from Buffy, Dawson Leary from Dawson's Creek, uh Nancy Wheeler from Stranger Things, and Julianne Potter from my best friend's wedding. All right. Round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right. Before we get to our number threes, we want to make a short announcement and let you guys know that we now have a cash app. If you guys feel 
as if we are providing you good entertainment and you want to donate, please feel free to send us money at dollar sign M T Geekmore. That's G E E K M O R E. That's money because all this shit costs money. And uh, you know what? I've been out of work for over a year now because, you know, the Rona and uh, and I got a new baby. No, no guilt trip. Just <laughs> I thought it was for the podcast. It is for the podcast. I need money for all this podcast shit that I'm spending that I don't have. Therefore, oh, okay. Yeah. It all. <laughs> what do you think? Your the bank goes. Oh, you're broke for podcast shit, but you have money for the baby. It's all fucking one pot, man. And it doesn't uh, come to me or Jeff or Dave, so you don't have to worry about us buying booze with it. <laughs> uh, not so, nary though he doesn't do exactly uh, but <laughs> all right disclaimer there may be a pizza or two but uh <laughs> but so empty geek more if you're out on cash app send us some money if you like if not it's understandable it's fine it's up to you that's between you and your god i don't judge you um let's go on to our number three when did you turn into a jewish mom jesus <laughs> I judge the fuck out of you. We don't. Um, I do. Okay. The uh, expressions of Neri Sands are his, <laughs> his own. The Bona, what do you got for your number three, buddy? Uh, my number three is another teenager. It is somebody who doesn't realize how shitty he is until the very end. He does kind of have an awakening, but in my opinion, it's just not enough to make up for how shitty he is for the entirety of the movie. My number three is Seth from Superbad. Uh, mm. the 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 kind of the introduction I had to who Jonah Hill was as an yeah. actor, and and I do love the movie Superbad. I think it's hilarious, top to bottom. Uh, I think it is an absolutely hilarious movie. But one of the things that's so that's so funny is just how awful of a friend Seth is. He doesn't care anything about um, Michael Sarah's character going to a good college. He doesn't care anything about. Uh, McLovin and whether or not he is going to get into any trouble for using his fake. He just barely cares about Jules in the fact that he wants to have sex with her. And that's it. All he is... Com- I mean, and I get it. Is He's a, a hormone-driven teenager. Is boy? Yes. Okay, huh. fine. But you know what? Seth only exists within the confines of the beginning and end. But he's still just a teenage boy. You're Doesn't judging matter. Boy for being Doesn't a teenage make boy. him not a shitty matter. friend, man. You could even, there are tons of teenage boys that aren't assholes. Yeah. Even as a high school student. Don't I don't know any. Boys shit. That's I don't not. know any, yeah. but I know. Three boys. I said the same thing about your character. She's a teenage girl, and you're judging her for being and a teenage girl. And it still means that they could be a shitty person. Yeah, they're okay. a good that's Kids. fine. That's fine. But don't come at me with the whole boys we voice. I never said that, and that wasn't the intention of what I said. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to say it's not about gender because I said the same shit about women than I did about guys. But it's it's and, and here's the thing though. It's not just about him being a hormone-driven teenager who wants to get laid at a party because he also is completely it like just doesn't give a shit about the fact that Michael Sarah's character has gotten into the college of his dreams and is going to go on to do bigger and better things because all he cares about is the fact that he was supposed to be roommates with Michael Sarah in college. All he cares about is how everything going around him, going on around him affects him. Yes, that's part of being a teenager, but the lengths to which he carries on in this movie are what make him an awful friend. Is he an awful yeah, human being? Sure. Is he an he awful human being? Possibly not, because he, he is about, just a teenager. He also but cared about drawing dicks. Yes, exactly. Am I the only one that wasn't crazy about this movie? I wasn't crazy about it. Uh, it, was a, it was I, I, I mean, I it saw fine. it, and I thought it was funny at the time, but I've 
never gone back and seen. I it would again. be lying if I said I couldn't throw this movie on right now and laugh hysterically. Really? That, it, 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 there's, there's, there's something about it that just makes me laugh. It, it, and it may very much be a moment in time movie. Like just when it came out, it was one of those things. It was right around that same time as there's a group of movies that came in around this time that were just perfect. Like the before memes era when all you did was like watch movies with your friends and then quote them for yeah. years. So like, it was like the hangover, forty-year-old virgin, hangover, anchorman, super bad. They were all super quotable. They were the types of things that we would throw on when we had poker games. So I do love the movie Super Bad. This guy Seth sounds a lot like a. 2000s Ferris Bueller because everything you said about him you could say about Ferris Bueller he was a strikingly similar to Ferris Bueller except for there's more evidence that Seth is real than there is that <laughs> Ferris Bueller was real um, but uh, Seth wouldn't dance at a parade so. that is true Seth, yeah. Seth I want him to though <laughs> Seth only danced with chicks who bleed on him um, oh, so, I knew that was gonna come <laughs> I mean, I don't care, but oh, apparently it's right? gross. Fuck me, right? That's one of my favorite gifts. Oh, fuck me, right? All right, like that's one of my favorite. But like I said, outside of outside of the fact that he's that, like I said, he's just he's trying to get legs. He's a high school senior. He's terrible to the only two guys that we get the impression in the course of this movie that consider him a friend. There, it seems when you watch this movie, there's only two people that actually like Seth, and he's super shitty to both of them. If you've only got two friends, you got to hold them a lot tighter than. Then he holds Michael Sarah and McLovin. And now I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but were they actually friends with McLovin or was he just a dude that just kept latching on? I think he was just a dude that latched on, but yeah. I think that McLovin considered Seth a friend. It was that type of thing where like McLovin thought that he was friends with the two of them and he was with Michael Sarah because him and Michael Sarah were going to be roommates in college. Right. But Seth never considered McLovin a friend. That's what I'm saying. If there's only two dudes in this world that like you, <laughs> find a way to like him, find a way to be a less shitty human because apparently. Apparently, you're not doing something right. There's only two people in the whole world that like you, man. You got to hang on to them a lot tighter than he does these two friends. And uh, so, my number three is Seth from Superbad. Yeah. I, and by the way, I'm not defending Seth. I, I'm, not, I'm not even defending. Well, Nancy, I did kind of defend it. I don't think she's that <laughs> But I'm not defending Seth. I think I think he is an asshole. Everything you are saying, I agree with. I just think to put them on a list of assholes, I'm like, well, they're fucking teenagers. I mean, it's just. But is it because? So I know you said a lot, but one of the reasons is one of the reasons why you would consider him a bad fr a bad friend, uh, Zabona. Is it because he he his one goal in the meet in the movie is to get laid? Yes, because then, like, then we're talking about American Pie then. Well, no, no, American no, Pie did that. No, I don't only consider that. They like did it together in American Pie. They did it as a group. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's not any better. No, no, no. You're right. I agree with that because when you do it as a group, you're not putting. You're your not a bad own, friend. You're not, yeah. you're not putting your own friend. It's a pact. You might be yeah, a pact, right. So they help but each other. Right. Get but no, he's also. <laughs> I also put him on this list because. Being selfish about where Michael Sarah goes to college has nothing to do with getting laid. That's True. just him being selfish about the fact that he's going to have to go off and do his own thing instead yeah. of being proud of his boy for making it into the college yeah. of his dreams. That's and it. so, and he gives him shit about that and leaves him on the side of the road mm. um, because he's upset that he's going to college without him. Like that's where he crosses the line past just, I want to get laid and I'll be a mm -hmm. shitty person. But man, like you're my best friend and I'm shitty to you. Got so it. I must be a shitty friend. Gotcha. All right. Now I understand. Uh, Missy, what is your number three? I want to preface this by saying that I love Julia Roberts for the record. <laughs> she can do no wrong. 
Yes, even, even though I hate this character, I loathe her with the fire of a thousand suns. My number three is Julianne Potter. I can't think. I, I mean, what a problematic movie. Let's just start there. I don't know. Like this movie I think came out like 98, 99, I think. Sounds about right. Yeah, so like a different time. No need to cancel it, Gen Z. Sit the fuck down. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there. Like when you're talking about literally no redeemable qualities whatsoever, it's this person. She is every woman's worst nightmare. She also, like the, the archetype of like the best friend, the girl best friend is secretly really trying to ruin the guys, like her b- guy best friend's uh, wedding. Wedding to a nice for, person. For those of us who live in vacation in platonic friendships with men, that is a problem because now it's like now I'm fighting against this fictional character. I mean, I'm not really, but I'm just saying like there's this, it's out there that like secretly like that's what's happening. Like that's not no. There's nothing that this woman does in this movie that absolutely does anything to redeem. And I don't know if she tries to fix it later on after she's royally fucked everything up. Okay. She's still like, I don't think that she redeems herself. I don't think she, you, de- you deserve the gay best friend as a happy ending. Fuck that. You should like be alone for like 10 years for what she's, she's done. She's fucking mean to him too. She's super selfish to she's- him. Awful. A crazy awkward situation where he has to fake like he's straight when he's clearly not and it's like why the fuck are you doing like this is she puts him back in a closet you know for lack of a better phrase and it's like she's a really shitty human being she's a really awful bad character friend. like the whole point like the star of the movie here's a part about here's why she's on my list she is the main character the main protagonist of this movie she is like literally not just uh, Julie Roberts is, but uh, you know, and because of that, it's also the character. It's like name above title of the movie. It's Julie Roberts in My Best Friend's Wedding, and your fucking main character. It, the whole point of the movie is to see, like the the cover sabotage a wedding. The cover is literally Julia Roberts picking picking out the bride in a fucking cake topper. It's like it's what? and and the fucking and the wife that his his best friend's fiance is super nice and loving and caring and trusting. It's not yeah. even like it's not even like they made her Cameron Diaz was not a bad person in that fuck. She was annoying, fine, but that's not the same. And that's she not tried to, like, I mean, uh, you I hate to play the woman card here, but I think Stephanie will agree is that you she knew what she was doing by make by keeping her close. It wasn't a like I'm sure the length at to which well, but she was still nice to the she was still nice to the guy. It's not like she treated the guy like shit. It's not like she was overbearing. Yeah, she wasn't like the bad. She was she yeah, like yeah, there's not it really wasn't a, like Julia Roberts was saving the guy from Cameron Diaz. It, it she wasn't. She was because there's plenty of awful. those movies. There's plenty of those movies where she like he's not like he's gonna he's not gonna be happy. Yeah, with her. a Taylor Swift song. Marry me instead of the girl that I hate. That I get it. But what I'm saying is th- her character does nothing for career women, for single women in their 30s, for women who have platonic friendships, like legit through and through platonic friendships with, with guys, like sh- like awful and just the very worst version of what a manipulative cunt. I was gonna say, I think she's about to drop a C bomb. <laughs> uh 
Like that's and it. That is the promo, ladies. <laughs> and that's I, I want to say at the tail end of my rant that I did think I had another movie, but she's my one and only uh shitty friend in the movie because the other two I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get rid of. But fuck this girl, like awful. And I'm glad it never got a sequel. I hope I'm the sequel is like her alone. You know what? In oh, sorry, one last thing. Uh. Julia Roberts' character in August Osage uh, County is awful. But she's still better. She's still fucking better than this bitch. And that movie is so fucked up and dark. I I love it. I walk away thinking my family is healthy as fuck after I watched that movie. But uh, even, even that, a horrible, like, wretched, bitter awful woman is still better than this bitch and that's saying a lot and i love julia roberts and that's it i'm i'm so unfamiliar with this movie that when neri said something about it when he goes he goes so and so potter i was like harry james (laughs) i don't know this one i don't know this one i need you to elaborate (laughs) we don't talk about her third cousin twice removed (laughs) yeah we don't needed scenes bro she's the she's the she's the part of the julia uh catalog that shall never be discussed she's the that that character is the voldemort (laughs) of, of her imdb page all right, Stephanie, what do you Fair got? Enough. So I don't know about you guys, but I've, I've I've had many a friend, not many, but a couple of people in my life that are like this. Does anybody have that friend that like yes. they're generally like a cool person, but the second they get into a relationship, they may as well have been like kidnapped and like launched into space? Um. Yes. <laughs> The easy joke here is to be like, they're on my podcast. Uh, But no, no, you're I get what you're saying. So my number three is Bella Swan. Uh, Because that is an excellent. (laughs) I'm so mad at myself. That is an excellent. Go on. Go on. (laughs) Thank you. I'm sorry. Bella Swan from the Twilight Saga. Oh, she's so fucking awful. Um, I hate Bella for a number of reasons and as I get older and as Twilight as the Twilight Renaissance is kind of dying down a little bit oh, um, <laughs> oh your face you joy killer <laughs> joy killer? How does that movie bring you joy? What part of that fucking movie yeah. brings because you joy? Because it reminds me of a time of my life where I was bonding with my friends and we loved that stupid shit and now we sit back 10 years later and, and laugh at how dumb we were <laughs> and we have great memories okay. and okay. I will well, never not be memories, thankful for that. Memories don't make, don't, don't have nothing to do with the, uh, with, uh, the movie being good or bad. Oh, so does it remind you of that time when a damn near grown ass man you knew fell in love with the baby the second it was born? Is Look, that I'm not saying it's not problematic. We're very aware of the problems with Twilight. We're very aware of how terrible it is as a whole. It's awful. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I look back on that time of my life very fondly. That's the first thing that me and Steph bonded over. It really was. That's so, what we now. Another thing to put in there. Anyway, <laughs> I get it, man. I'm just joking, but yeah, it's about. I, I, I'm not I'm saying sorry. fuck your uh, your your nostalgia or fuck your history of your friendship. That's it's great. We all have those. I have the same thing with the Hangover. I got wasted, plastered, wasted in the movie theater of the of the Hangover. Like pre, we pre gamed 
to watch The Hangover because we thought it'd be funny to be watching The Hangover drunk. Drunk. And I was like, literally, somebody stood up and pissed in the back of the fucking theater. Like it was, oh. we were that drunk. We were fucking That's wasted, cool. wasted. And so I get it. So the, I watched The Hangover. I, I don't think The Hangover is, a, is a, the greatest. I don't think it's it's all right. It's fine. But that whole watching that movie reminds me of that time. I understand what you're saying, but I still could acknowledge that it's not a good movie. Okay, but but Steph, go. What what are you? So, why why anyway, is Bella a bad friend? I don't. Bella's a terrible friend. Bella starts to so she she moves from like Arizona to to Forks, Washington, and she knows nobody other than her dad. And you know, I was a Charlie. transfer student in middle school, so like I can kind of relate to like moving from one school to the other and having to kind of start over and make new friends or whatever. So you're kind of, you never know what you're going to get into when you're moving from one school to the next. And, you know, you kind of have the worst expectations of people. And like the people she makes friends with are actually for, except for one person, pretty decent people. They're funny. They're cool. Whatever. They're high school kids. They're high school kids. They're like normal high school kids that do stupid shit and whatever. Just want to have fun. Is Rosita now on the walking dead? I mean, come on. She's Selena, ma'am. She is Selena. You're right. She is Selena. Um, she, he just went with insert insert Hispanic name here. <laughs> <laughs> like the most Hispanic name I could think of. Rosita. She's Rosita. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, but in the in the Hispanic world, Selena's way more Hispanic than than Rosita. Rosita. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Steph. So um anyway, she meets Edward Cullen and then fuck her friends. You know, and the only people and the only reason that Bella is lower on my list rather than higher is because she does end up caring about and being friends with other people. They're just all revolving around Edward because even when she has her whole like, will they, won't they arc with Jacob, like the second Edward comes back, she like kicks him. Oh, Jacob. I hate Jacob. We're fine. Like, that's totally fine there. But she's just a shitty friend all around and if it's not related to Edward, she could not give less of a fuck. So, Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss, babe. Good job. I can't, I can't believe we're almost 40 and we're still saying fuck Jacob. Listen, you have to be there. And we're having uh, Jacob. Also, let's not just go throwing around numbers like that. If we yeah, yeah. Don't that was very offensive, sir. Well, and by the way, just to back almost for a second, still choosing violence. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I almost got kicked out of Steph's house last week. Yeah, uh, she told me last last week that I was closer to 40 and I, I almost punched her in the face. But I'm I said not. it. But I realized that I, I was. Correct. I was. I was. <laughs> I, really, have, I am still in my mid thirties. The best so. kind. This is what happened. This is what happened. You round up. Four no. Down, down. I'm still thirty four. Don't oh, take that away from her. Don't take that away. From her. I'm still thirty four for like another me, three weeks. Give me, give me up, my, yeah. my middle thirties. Stephanie, I'm backing you up. I'm saying <laughs> if it's you. five or more, you round up for yeah, yeah, yeah. thirty four. Well, you're, you're not fucking four. She said something about thirty year olds dating sixty year olds. She's like, "What's the big difference? I would do it." And then. It was one of those moments where I go, I I started saying it fast and then I slowed down like I was going to do something about stopping what I was saying. I could have just shut the fuck up. But I was like, but you're closer to 40. <laughs> and she's like, like get the fuck out. No. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it happened. Anyway, and that just I'm surprised she heard you. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> just to Very backtrack nice. the 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 twilight the twilight renaissance renaissance that we're talking about <laughs> is on the heels it's not the original run of the books and the shitty movies it's, no. a, it's a midnight sun the event of last year <laughs> that we all it just brought everything up so between midnight yeah. sun and tiktok it kind of came it's back. just yeah the fact that we're talking about it now like look forward to some <laughs> twilight videos i tried but... i tried to watch those movies i was like you know what maybe i didn't get they're awful I did I a whole one book and one movie. That's all I, I did a whole rewatch last year, like when Midnight Sun came out, and I was awful. I, I, I get... still stand that the movies, I mean the, the books, although not great like classics, are way better than oh yeah the movies. But I, I've never read the book, but I'm gonna go ahead and say uh that's accurate because they can't be worse than those fucking movies. <laughs> Like I don't think that's allowed to be published, right? You can't publish Correct. something that's fucking worse than that movie. Yeah, my eyes are so dry. All right. Uh, Sorry. All right. So, uh, all right. So you picked Belle, uh, Bella Swan from Twilight. Jeez. I buy you presents now, friend. <laughs> that was you. a fantastic pick. I appreciate uh, that. My number three is Captain America because uh, he's a shitty friend to Tony. And therefore, uh, when you're <laughs> When your other when your friend kills your other friend's parents and you know about it and you don't tell them, you're a shitty friend. That's what you are. You're a shitty friend and you don't deserve the happy ending that you fucking get. But that's you. one mistake, not yes. a series of bad friendships. That's a pretty huge mistake. I'm I'm really, really glad Dave is not on this episode because he would have died. Oh my god. Uh, this, this changes everything. I'm technically kidding. That's, okay? that's not my actual pick, but I thought I wanted to bring it up. Uh, I know it's not, but my eyeball is about to explode out of my head right now. It's not, it's and I'm not going to sit here and debate it because I'm sure it's not your actual pick. But no, oh my not, god. It's, it's not my actual pick, but the only reason chocolate. it's not my actual pick is because I realized it too late and I already had my I list. And I already had I, I would have loved to have put this guy as my number four because the other only because the other three are much Worst friends, but I already gave Julianne Potter. I'm not One gonna be right history, so as a dishonorable mention is Captain America. But the real number three is Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Oh my god, awful friend! Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell, the only teenager mm-hmm. on my list, and the only reason I put him on my list but is he's a because teenager. We all do shitty only, things. Or but the only reason I put if before I get interrupted again, the only reason I put him on my list is because he was shitty, not just for a teenager. He didn't just do teenager behavior that made him shitty. He was shitty a lot for like very non even in the college shit. years. Yeah. yeah, even in the college years, he was shitty. Even in the fucking Hawaii trip, he was shitty. There's so many, like, like there were so many chances for him to be like, maybe now he's not an asshole. And it's like, nope, he never had that. He never got nope. that. Like, he learned his quote-unquote lesson every single episode, only to come back the next episode and be a shittier friend the next so time. Bad. Remember that time um, he made fun of the person in the wheelchair? Just for oh no reason. Oh, my God. Just it was really bad. Or the big she's girl? The only one, yeah. She's the only one that has to be here. The fucking big girl that won him at a fucking auction. Why the fuck are you bidding on this asshole? Um, I know. it's Because that's bad. what they teach us. If he's an right. asshole, he likes you. Yeah. They do teach us that. Uh, so it's he's just an asshole, and again, I don't feel like me putting him on his list is me putting him on here because he's an asshole in teenager ways. 
He had yeah, plenty like of time across the board. Across the board, oh, bad yeah. strand to everybody, to everybody, to Screech, to Jesse Spano, to fuck every single friend. He's just an asshole. Is dude. he an asshole in the reboot too? I only see. Okay, so I've only seen the first episode of the reboot, and he was a pretty shitty mayor. So I'm gonna say yes. He's, he's a mayor. mayor. Yeah, he's the mayor. He's mayor. the mayor. Of, he can, of you, know, he you know what? That is. tracks. That's fine. Yeah, like, that's, be a shitty person mm-hmm. and get a bunch of people to vote for you because you're a piece of shit. That you know, this is America. Not my mayor. Ted Danson and Mr. Mayor is my mayor. Is my Correct. LA mayor. <laughs> Correct. Uh, but so he's the mayor, and it's, I've only seen one episode, and he's really out of touch and then to be honest with you in the episode spoiler alert he wins the we already see after he won the election it was not like we see the election but we find out in the first episode that he only that he only entered and he had no expectations of actually winning and then he fucking won and now he's at a point where he's like way above his head he doesn't know what the fuck to do so he's just shocking yeah so if there's anybody who is listening that doesn't remember Zach Morris as being a piece of shit, go to YouTube and look up Zach Morris is trash. And yeah. there's an entire YouTube series dedicated to proving everything that we're saying right now. Correct. I I grew up as a kid. I grew up like as a huge Zach Morris fan. Uh, huge. I was like, oh, cause yeah. he's a cool kid. He's a good-looking, cool kid. And the and ha- and I mean, uh, uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen was my first crush. Uh, so the fact that he was dating, I, I, like it all, like it, it was perfect recipe for little boy right. wanting to be that dude. He was everything I wasn't. He was good-looking. He was he had fucking amazing hair. He had the 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 chick. He had the, the hot girl. And I was like, I want to be Zach Morris. Girls want to girls want him and boys want to be him. Like that's what I was. And then I get a little older and you're like, man, Jesus Christ, Zach, that's I'll be honest with you. I didn't go back and watch the show a lot. And it wasn't until I watched the series Zach Morris is trash that I was like are they just picking yeah. out the worst parts of the episode? <laughs> and then I went back and watched the show, and I go, "Man, he is an asshole every fucking yeah. turn." It's, and, it, and it's and it's not even that Saved by the Bell doesn't age well for the time. He was a piece of shit. Yeah. It was just the yeah. people that they were pitching the show at didn't realize. Yes, yes. I or think they it, did the oh, that's just how teenage boys are, kind of. Yeah, but it was like what third? No, I think it's because the, I think because the audience was teenage boys. <laughs> I think so it's very it. hard to watch yourself on TV and think like that's we're not good people. We got to change. I think that's just teenage boys just watching it and was like, yeah, man, fucking Zach is cool. Like you know, just had a just, social awakening watching Saved by the Bell. <laughs> also, I mean, there's the it goes on and on, but when it, when Kelly breaks up with him for liking. Because she has a crush on her manager, which HR issue, but that's another episode. Uh, he's like a complete dick to her and, and like throws her pom poms out. Like, shut I'm up fine. with that. I'm, I'm fine. Never I'm mind fine. the fact that the second Tori showed up in his leather vest, he was like, hey, uh, fuck you. <laughs> Wait, Neri, you said you're fine with the way he acted? Yeah, I'm, I, in the sense of I'm not fine with it in the sense of like I, I, I condone it. I'm I'm fine with it in the sense of like he's heartbroken. Like uh, that's I, I get it. That's more understandable than, hey, I'm dating a, uh, this 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 overweight girl fucking one me and let me fucking treat her like shit. Hey, I'm dating this girl in a wheelchair. Let me make a speech about, hey, she's the only one that actually has to be in the wheelchair. Like all of that shit. Like when you're heartbroken and you do and you do shit, like you throw her pom poms. Like, really? Did he, he fucking threw her pom poms? Oh, boy. Like that's like to me on a like it doesn't compare to the rest of the asshole in this. I'm like it's fine. He's going through a breakup, but that's that to me is 
at least excusable. Uh, not doesn't make it right, but I, I can understand the excuse. Fair enough. But the 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 shit that he did to the fat girl, I I'm sorry. I take. <laughs> even then, I knew. Even then, I was like, even as a kid, I was like, this, this is not right. This is not right. That's not, that's not cool, man. That's not cool. Um. So, but yeah. So Zach Morris is is my number three, barely edging out Captain America. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking sadist, bro. You gotta talk to somebody about that shit, honestly. <laughs> oh, well, um, we're gonna talk about it later. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the number threes were Seth from Superbad, Julianne Potter from My Best Friend's Wedding, Bella Swan from Twilight, and Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Round two. Dose, the sequel to Uno. All right. Number two, DeBono, what do you got for your number two, man? My number two is a grown-ass man, so we don't have to have that argument. Uh, he is somebody who is a shitty human being in general, but as the show, the couple of times we see him in the show, we realize that he turns being a shitty human being into being a shitty friend by taking advantage of the people or possibly one person who considers him a friend. My number two is Todd Packer from The Office. Great pick. Great um, pick. Top Packers just a shitty individual. Awful. Right? Like, like Top Packers just like scum of humanity, awful human being. But what makes him a terrible friend is that there is one person, there's one person in the entire world that seems to cape for Top Packer, and it's Michael Scott. And he still manages to treat Michael Scott like absolute shit to the point that he one time literally shit in his office. But. As a joke. Uh, we don't know if he did that. They he just called, called it, and no, said they, he did. They just call it a thing. We don't know if it was a fish, a dead animal. Like they never really, they were they were very vague about what it was. Like he oh that shit thing. in his office. <laughs> anyway. Are you doing the vanilla ice thing where it's like it's not the same? It goes <laughs> like, is that what you're doing right now? I'm I'm that analogy that I just oh, I just we never knew it was shit. They literally call it the thing. We don't know right. what the fuck it is. I, anyway, I always thought it was a dead animal. The poo thing. That's what I thought. So we watched Ted Packer just be a genuinely awful human being who possibly thinks that all of these people in the office are his friends because he has no concept of what actual friendship is, which makes a shitty friend and a shitty human being. But then we watch him be terrible to Michael every time he shows up. He takes advantage of not a great person. Michael is not a great person. person. You're and correct. you're making Michael Scott look like a great friend and you go, oh, well, you're fucking here. Exactly. <laughs> he comes off the road and goes and Michael immediately, Michael, go, like I said, Michael's the only person in the world that will cape for Top Packer. Goes to Holly and he's like, yeah, you know, this is all formality. That's my boy. Like, give him the job. It's all good. Trust me. And then he still, he takes advantage of the fact that he knew Michael was going to get this job. Shows up, is terrible to everybody, and then still turns around, looks Michael in the face and tells him that the love of his life is a bitch and that he should leave her todd packer somehow manages elevating being the worst human being in the world to also being <laughs> number two on my list worst friend possible uh because he just can't understand what friendship is in his mind the things he's doing aren't terrible which i was torn about where to put him on my list because 
I can't even really figure out if Todd Packer is some sort of sociopath that doesn't understand <laughs> how badly he's treating the one person who considers him a friend. And that I genuinely think that Todd possibly thinks that Jim and Dwight and all these people are his friends until they get him fired. And then he comes back with the cupcakes. But now he's like, cupcakes you say <laughs> in that aspect Just that's like what makes him an even worse <laughs> like friend Kevin. is the fact that he can find no fault in the things that he's doing is like i said is it is it that he's a sociopath quite possibly Awful. but that makes a terrible friend but outside of everything the way that he treats michael the one person in the world who also considers him a friend is what makes todd packer just absolutely terrible. So my number two is Todd Packer from The Office. That's a, no that's argument. A fantastic. Uh, yeah. That, that is um, yeah, awful. He's a, he's a piece of shit, but he is a big fan of William Hung. So <laughs> <laughs> why does everybody keep asking me that? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right. So Missy, what do you got for your number two? So. My number two is probably a show that nobody else finished. I think Steph started it, but she definitely did not finish it. Um, my number two is Hannah Horvath from Girls. So the entire cast of Girls is an honorable mention for me. Yes, yes, I was torn. Uh, I was torn between her and Marnie, but I went with Hannah because she is she, she by Girl this much. Like, Girls is one no. of the three shows I eliminated because I couldn't pick one person. Okay. I think Jessa is not a bad friend. Her arc, she redeemed, she starts off shitty, but she ends in a different, completely different place. I think of any of them, the only one that I maybe could forgive is Shoshana. But Shoshana and Jessa both start out in the same assholery place as Marnie, Marnie and, and Hannah. They end in a completely different uh, 180. But I could never I mean, pick between. Yeah, but <laughs> and Marnie. So I was just take all four of them and throw them away. Okay, Done. so I pick Hannah because um. Well, you had to pick somebody. I had to. Pick, <laughs> I had to pick one. I needed to pick somebody from the show because the show deserves to be on. The <laughs> that's that's how I defend. No redeeming qualities that, on the show. That's, like that's period. one. Well, I would We did see Adam Driver's donger, though. I would disagree. I would disagree with that because I would say that the worst thing about this show, even though uh, Marnie is an awful character, like overall, not just friends, she's an awful character. She's Steph. We know somebody like that. Um, and it's it's just if you do know somebody like Marnie and you deal with her, you manage that relationship. It's just I'm very so triggering to watch a fictional fucking version of that on the TV. But Hannah starts and ends in the exact same yeah, caliber zero, zero, of zero. fucking awful. She has zero fucking redeeming quality. She's a super entitled narcissist, selfish. She um. Her entire relationship with Adam is completely lopsided in favor of what she wants. She doesn't listen to what he wants. She fucks around and like leaves, comes back and gets mad at him for dating somebody else. It's like he didn't know when you were coming back. Now, hasn't like am I gonna does anybody care about spoilers? No, I've seen I've seen it all. Okay. So um around season uh five, when Adam and Jessa finally get together because that was a fucking obvious 
match and from the jump for me um so it wasn't like controversy but it made they made way more sense in this in the same spirit of like uh how it's obvious when you start Dawson's Creek that the the thing the the couple the will they won't they is Dawson and Joey but if if you look closer <laughs> it's not um and I, I would make the same argument for um Jessa and Adam but um she's total fucking selfish across like there's never a redeeming quality nothing that she ever does in the show in any capacity is for anyone else other than what she fucking wants and that's like the worst friend to ever have to deal with is somebody that can't fucking see past like their own brain of what they want it's just the worst and the show is problematic i know it's probably it's like a gentrified uh story of brooklyn like it's just it's not Every it's like fine to hate the show. Um, and Lena Dunham plays an asshole very well. Nobody likes this show. I think we all nobody feel the does. Same way. Everybody hate watches this show. No, yes, I only stuck around with the show because oh, I yeah. I was already down the rabbit hole and I needed to see. There's Listen, one episode. I, I hate watch. Sorry, there's there's one episode that actually has nothing to do with uh that's a, a Marnie and um fuck what's her boyfriend i forget his charlie when charlie comes back debona in the later seasons remember for that one episode oh yeah like it was like it was like a throwaway like monster of the week style episode it was yes because it was in the uh you guys ever seen um panic at the um disco no (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say the same thing but i was like i don't think that's what uh panic Panic in Needle Park is a very it's a throwaway Al Pacino uh movie no. like from the jump of his career but that episode where Charlie comes back uh Devona is it was kind of like an homage to that movie which the movie is great you just Interesting. literally can't find it anywhere but I saw it when it was streaming on Netflix a few years ago and it was fucking phenomenal but anyway um, that episode in the, in the later, basically, as the show progressed, the only reason to keep watching was to see where everyone else was going to go and fuck Hannah from like, she was just awful. So number two is Hannah Horvath. Boom. You could have picked anybody from there and it would have been the correct. Choice, I don't so. look, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I feel like and I don't want you to do this. But if you finish the series, you <laughs> you might agree with Look, me. I love a hate watch. I will watch. I currently have like a love hate relationship with the show I'm watching right now. What I'm watching Suits. Um, okay. Oh, mm. Yeah, I have a little so, bit of love. So shark jumpy. Yeah, I feel like I'm there in the shark uh, jumpy time. But but anyway, um, does a shark uh, wear a suit? Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. a three thousand dollars suit. Um, but anyway, it, I, I love a hate watch, and that show was so no, I I I don't that disagree I, with I could you. not. When did I you quit? I I saw so I wanted to quit after the first episode. I was like, this is <laughs> awful. This is the most unrelatable shit I've ever seen in my life. But I was like, you know what? And mostly, I did it like as motivation so that you couldn't talk shit. I was like, Me? I'm gonna give it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I said, like, I'm gonna give. Well, it then I'm gonna start talking shit so you finish the fucking series. <laughs> I was like, I want to give it an entire season because I want to see at least one season through to make right, sure right, right. that this is hot garbage. Yes. You know, and you're right. On I'm the not... off chance that it isn't a dumpster fire. Right. No, I don't maybe. disagree with you. But so I would I stuck I... through the entire first season and I I I 
I would just argue, I would just say that, that there's an argument to be made that, that even though to certain degrees, everyone remains, I mean, but everybody's an asshole. Like, you know, that's life. That's being a person. But I, I still stand by the fact that like the reason to keep watching is for every, everybody's story, except for Hannah's, because literally if she would have fucking died at the end of the first season, the show would have continued on. It would have been better. It would have been better for it. And in the words of our, our buddy, David Rose, uh, if you ever want an idea of what to do in New York, if you don't, (laughs) if you ever, if you ever want an idea of what to do in New York, and the season finale he's like oh just watch an episode of girls and do the exact opposite and that's pretty much girls in a nutshell so i'm not Mm -hmm. defending the show by any means but i'm just saying that she's for sure the worst uh, i really would love to speak to somebody that genuinely loves that show i don't think uh, lena dunham i don't think you gotta gotta call lena dunham yeah Yeah. no i don't want to talk to her she sucks but she plays that asshole really well you guys because she's just playing herself (laughs) she's literally just playing herself (laughs) yeah i watched the first season because everybody in hollywood was like raving about this fucking show i know i don't get it talking about how leah dunham's like the new comedy writer and that's who i got me into it too was i was like well tina fey likes it i don't think she's gonna say that now though (laughs) yeah Tina Fey's giving it all this credit like she she literally said something about like the new generation of comedy writers and all this like like boasting and i'm like oh i gotta watch the show and then i watched it i was like this is not funny this is awful and then i'm like maybe i'm watching it with like the lens of like thinking it's supposed to be tina fey funny but then i was like no it's just not funny like it was just i watched the entire first season and i was like i don't ever care i think i watched like maybe a, a, a episode or two you could fucking point a gun to my family's head and be like tell me what happens i'm like i, I don't i don't know i don't remember what i i just remember hating what i did watch and i remember thinking this is not funny i'm really so, glad that like the lena dunham star faded quickly because oh, she did like, it to herself yeah yeah no, I, don't think it was, I don't think it faded as much as it was <laughs> yeah she managed to piss out her own fire yeah so but i'm really glad because like they were toting her to be like the voice of the millennials yeah, and but she I'm, I'm so glad that that's not even adam uh the character of adam he's like weird like where he starts and where he ends is uh, is completely different and it's not just because i'm a am driver fan but it is where it started so <laughs> all right that's my number two uh, stephanie what do you got for your number two so my number two this is another one that the whole cast probably could have qualified but i picked the one with the least amount of character development in my opinion um my number two is gretchen wieners from mean girls yeah <laughs> that's another one where i was like ah, how do you oh like my god yeah how do you throw out a plastic and i can't just put the plastics on the list do you know yeah. that damien and janice came up in a lot it, of these li- and they're not great friends either like nobody in this movie is a good friend really patty uh, heron was like a pawn she wasn't a good friend either though but she was a pawn she was a pawn She's and a- freak she is a homeschooled jungle freak she probably had like no social <laughs> she had like no social cues whatsoever yeah. so you can kind of forgive hers but gretchen literally like so in the book that this movie is based on called um queen bees and wannabes it's not a fiction fictionalized story it's a non-fiction book about like the social hierarchy of like g- teenage girls and how they interact with each other whatever and it breaks down the 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 
the positions in the group of friends. Mm -hmm. You have the queen bee, which is obviously Regina. You have the sidekick. And then the one that I think Gretchen is, that, that, that is clearly Gretchen, it's this position called the banker. So the banker in a girl group is basically somebody that like, basically just hoards information to use it against people. Because she's such a good friend. Because she's such a good friend. And whereas, like, Regina fights dirty and says shit to your face and just is, like, very upfront about that she knows she's yeah. a fucking shitty person and she's very unapologetic about it. Not that that's any better, but Gretchen does it sneaky. And Gretchen doesn't change. She goes the entire movie. She basically ends up just being the queen bee of a different group doing the same shit. There's zero fucking character development here. She has one moment of weakness and one moment of vulnerability in the bathroom and then just kind of like forgets it because in the immediate next scene, she's talking to a group of girls about how she's sorry that everybody's so jealous of her, but she can't help it that she's popular. So that movie Look, is I'm not, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying if you ever expect me to say an unkind word about Lacey Chabert, <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. No, I get it. And Lacey, Lacey Chabert, Lacey not Chabert Hallmark, is a treasure. Not Hallmark the Channel's voice of Meg. The original voice the original of Meg. Voice Correct. Of Meg, yes. Yeah. And a Hallmark movie, you know, she's, she's up there with Candace uh, Cameron. I'm not, I'm not even bullshitting you. I, I, I'm sad not, that I know I that. Not, I'm actually, I got to She is, that. but, but, I, and, and she's wonderful as Gretchen, Gretchen Wiener. Like, great she person. Really is a great fucking, <laughs> great portrayal of this character. And there's, you're supposed to feel bad for Gretchen at times, but she does nothing. No, to, to I never, her I, I was supposed to feel bad for her. <laughs> you're supposed to feel bad for her in the bathroom when she's telling the story about the hoop earrings. I mean, I felt bad for myself because I, I don't have real sterling silver <laughs> and hoop earrings. But I, I guess um, that was I my was, Gretchen Wiener moment. In my looking up for this mountain, in my doing research for this mountain, uh, the plastics came up a lot as a group. Yeah. They did. And, they are. Uh, they're all terrible. One of my, yeah, I know. I, I I'm not debating that. My friend said, my friend, one of my favorite um descriptions was when you have when you have people telling you what to wear and when to wear it, uh, stay the uh, stay clear of those toxic people. And it says Wednesdays is for whatever the fucking color you want. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I get it. I like that. I like that. Uh, that's why you can't sit with us. That's why yeah. you can't sit with us. And I'm, I'm. That's the best <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. Really. That brings me joy. Beyond Those are the rules of feminism. That, if you want to talk about quotable movies, that's that up there. Oh, it's definitely like up, up there, there with The Hangover and, and yeah. Super Bad as quotable movies. So that's a good pick. Good uh, job, Steph. Can I just tell you that the uh, the, the shit that makes me laugh about the Super Bad? I don't remember much about that movie, but there's two <laughs> things that make me laugh about it. One. Uh, three things. One is the uh, fuck me, right? Like that. That shit mm -hmm. makes me laugh all the time. And then the period dancing. That shit made me laugh. And then when he's when he bops his nose, boop. I just I I, I remember. <laughs> that's so funny to me. I don't know why. It's so stupid and simple and small, but the boop. <laughs> just this shit is hilarious. To me. Uh, anyways, um, but I don't remember much about that movie. Um, all right. So my number two. I'm I'm sure it's going to be tabled. It's Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City. Uh, wow, that's sad that nobody fucking tabled that. Um, it's an it's obvious a, pick. It's an obvious pick, yeah. You know what? You're right. Captain America, my number two. <laughs> uh, I'm not even kidding. Captain America is my number two. He's a shitty friend for all the reasons I mentioned earlier. Uh, his friend killed his other friend's fucking parents. He knew about it, didn't say anything to him, uh, and then continued to fucking beat him up 
when he wanted to fucking avenge his parents' death. So yeah, uh, you're back. Okay, right. are, 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 we, are we seriously sticking with this? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Am I oh, dead. Control here? Dead. Are you? Are you dead? No. Ass? Ask him about yeah. Wanda. Yeah. Ask him about yeah. Wanda. Okay. I love yeah. Wanda. She's fantastic. Okay. What are you talking about? But in the realm of being a friend, he chose his oldest friend sure. over no. the one who was That's more. Because you're a good, just he because. Chose he wait, chose wait, wait. the person who'd been there with him when right. he was nothing. That's great. That's fantastic. Over the person that he had my, recently my, met my, who had done nothing until this point except talk shit about him. At that, point in, at that point in Civil War, Tony and Steve weren't even good friends. They were still constantly at odds. That's not true. They were good friends uh, in the beginning of Age of Ultron. They were, they were friends. Uh, it was the events mm, of Ultron afterwards. Nah, he, he financed everything and paid for everything and everything. Oh my god! Uh, make you, well, make friends. Yeah, they, were, they were work. They were. They were. They were. Work. So, so you think that money, money buys friendship? He was you, actually such a good friend that he was willing to hide the fact that his best friend had he, murdered again, someone. Again, he was a good friend to Bucky. I'm not debating that. I'm not debating that. I'm not arguing that. That's not. A, that's not. A, that's not in the cards here. That's nowhere to be argued. Right? No lies detected. He was a great friend to Bucky. In being a great friend to Bucky, he was an awful friend to Tony. Because who of wasn't who his took. friend? He was it's, his. Wait, wait, wait. You have Todd Packard. You have Todd Packard, who's a dick to everybody, and he and you still have him on the list. You if he was a dick to only Michael Scott, it would be he, a different was, conversation. Right, was, that's the thing. He was, Steve was a friend to, he was a good friend to everybody but Tony, who wasn't his friend. Tony was his co-worker. They were constantly at odds. He, There's a line in the movie where he says, uh, he, he's, uh, he's my friend, and he says, so was I. That, that's the line in the movie. Nowhere did no. Steve go, eh, we're work friends. We're work buddies. No, 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 we're not really but that was Steve acknowledging that he considered Bucky a friend, not Tony. No, no, he that was said, no. He's saying that he he said, "Why are you defending him?" He said, "Because he's my he was my, he's my friend." And Tony said, "So was I," meaning that he was his friends with uh, Steve. And Steve never said, "Hey, Tony, we're work buddies. Take it easy." I think he's a dickhead of friend. And uh, don't get me wrong, uh, I, he's a great friend to Bucky for all the reasons you mentioned. I think he's a phenomenal friend to this whole like you know from the beginning. And uh, I could do this all day and all that jazz. That's fucking great. He's a great friend to Bucky, and in a lot of ways, Bucky is you know again not really responsible, or maybe he is, or maybe not. That's that, that's a whole gray area of the you know what he did. But then- what he did. But the the fact that he hid it from Wait. the information from him, and the fact that he continued to whoop Tony's ass, it, it wasn't they weren't he wasn't doing the stop trying to kill my friend fighting. He was the I'm gonna fuck you up fighting, and that's to me is different. Well, and, and it, it's my well, dickhead first of off, that's that's cyclical because he was now in a position to defend his friend who grew up defending him, right. but. He had to take that stance in fighting Tony because Tony was going to murder Bucky. But again, the fighting you don't did- you don't you don't go against somebody who's trying to murder you by just only doing the little bit of defensive you have to. If you're being if you're wow. if, if someone is attempting you to murder your friend, friend, you fight wait, back wait. in full force. Wait, wait, wait. As someone who watches Cobra Kai, you know that's that's incorrect. As someone who watches it, you should know better, Debona. You should know better. There's never a need for for uh, Mortal Kombat. There, you, 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 you should know. 
no, he's just look. I get it. I get it. There's. It's not a black and white thing. I'm fully understanding. I'm fully aware. I'm not saying that. Uh, that there's all wrong and that there's no reason for that. I'm not saying any of that. I think that he. You're completely right. He was a great friend to Bucky, and then but 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 in doing so, he was a bad friend to Tony. There are reasons, and there are like it's complicated. That that's what makes the movie so amazing, and that's what makes the movie good because it's complex. It's a series. It's a series of events that happen. It's not just cut and dry. If not, it would be a boring fucking movie, right? If not, it would it'd be called Suicide Squad. So it's it, <laughs> like it's not that. So, also, you know, I get it. It's complex, okay. and this is the conversation and the argument that I, that I'm always willing to have and find. I'm not adamant in my thing. I'm not adamant in my thinking that there's no redeeming quality to uh, to um to Steve. I, I, I started don't... liking him a lot more <laughs> because yeah. of Winter Soldier. And, yeah. and look, and, and fair enough. I mean, you're you're making very valid points in him being a bad friend to to Tony. I, I think right now I'm taking issue with the fact that you've got him all the way at number two. Maybe that's part of no, what's no. bad that, about this. This order got all fucked up. Because I get it. This order got all fucked up because he was uh, he would have been like, like I said before he would have been my number four had I remembered him before uh, and then I picked Carrie Bradshaw as my number two and everybody's like it's obvious and I'm like you know what it is and everything I, mean, I, I realized that, not everybody. Reason, well, I've you seen Steve. Steve I said it. I said it too. That's yeah, well. the reason it wasn't on my list. Like if you want her on your list, by all means. No, 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 no. And here's the reason I backed off from Carrie Bradshaw because I realized as I'm saying Carrie Bradshaw, he's terrible. And as I heard uh, Missy and Stephanie both say, uh, it's an obvious pick. It wasn't so much the obvious pick. It's the fact that those words rang in my ear. And I thought the everything that was said about every girl from girls and every girl from mean girls, it was about to be said again by me. Fair about enough. It. And I was like, man, that really doesn't make for a good podcast. So I'm just like, so when you said obvious choice, it wasn't so much, oh, it's obvious. It was like, uh, what I heard in my mind was more, it's redundant. We've made this pick twice in a row now. Okay. Let's get to a conversation that sparked, com- that sparked argument and sparked debate. And hey, I'm, I'm better with that. Pick. I can't watch Sex in the City because I think it's Charlotte, one of the girls in there, looks like my aunt. And I'm oh. terrified of the fact that I'm going to see her naked. Oh, man. I was looks, thank God you said that before I said what I was about like to say. <laughs> so I can't, I can't watch Sex in the City because I'm like, is, is she going to have sex? Because she looks I, just like my aunt Jean, and I can't do that. I'm telling you right now, like w- when you said Charlotte, I was about to say something like, <laughs> more like "Oh my God, like Charlotte," and then you were like, "She looks just like my aunt." I was like, uh, "Okay, yeah, she's a nice lady. She's she a Charlotte's looks, a nice lady. <laughs> she looks exactly like my dad's sister." And Jesus so, Christ, it did Steph quit? <laughs> she uh, sneezed and then she left. <laughs> She was like, not gonna fucking Captain America. Fuck this guy. She just she went to get Dave. She went she to, went to tell like, on you. Listen. She went to come listen to this motherfucker. <laughs> Dave was pacing the house right now. Like, hey, this, this fighty sense They're just gonna tangling. send Link. They're just gonna send Link and be like, I think. <laughs> uh so all right. So our number twos were uh Todd Packer from The Office, Hannah from Girls, Gretchen from Mean Girls, and Captain America. Specifically in Civil War, I'll, I'll, I'll just so that I won't say the whole because he wasn't an asshole in every in every movie. Um, so that's the number twos. Let's get on to the honorable mentions. I don't have a cool little sound thing for the honorable mentions, but honorable mentions, 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 mentions. You know, might be a good thing for that from Get Smart. The missed it by that much. Uh, oh, that is. I, a I good think one. I do have that one. Oh yeah, uh, I believe that is on the soundboard somewhere. Yeah. 
Um, all right. You're so welcome. my honorable mentions, a um, couple that I threw out because the whole cast could have qualified, Always Sunny and Seinfeld. I knew that Oli Sunny would have been one of they're, your they're, they're all yeah. shitty people who are shitty to each other and terrible in their friendships. But ones that I actually could have made my list. Uh, Cartman from South Park. Worm from Rounders. Uh, oh, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. Walter from The Big Lebowski. And uh, Titus from Kimmy Schmidt. I-, I can't settle on whether or not Titus is a bad friend or if he's just so self-centered that he doesn't realize what being a friend is about. So that's why. Uh, but I got to throw it out there because he's not always great to Kimmy. And she's he's basically all that's, he's that's got. Fair. She, he's basically all she's got. So those are my honorable mentions. That's a fair assessment of Titus, even though I love Titus. Oh, no, I love Titus. I, I think he's hilarious. I, I but found he's not that in some of these shitty friend characters that, like, I we like them, like, because they're funny and they're charming, but they're not good people. That was, right. like, the, the at least in, when I was narrowing down this list, so. Mm. Sorry, Missy, go ahead. Mm. Oh. Go ahead. Um, so my honorable mention was uh, first off the gate, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. <laughs> awful, was he awful. Was he anybody? He played you. He was he. Gretchen, listen, Littlefinger walked so Gretchen <laughs> Wieners could run. Okay. Uh, Will Truman, awful friend, awful. Will and Grace, awful. Uh, Paris Geller from Gilmore Girls. Nobody knows what I'm talking no, about. No, I actually no, I almost know. put Paris up there because they were so competitive that it was toxic, and I thought about putting Paris on there. The Lorelei thing is, is that Paris... Oh, yeah. Well, Lorelai and Rory are awful people, but uh, Paris Geller, the thing with her is that she, uh, she starts off horrendous, but keeps the same tenacity and, like, caliber of intense... But like turns it instead of going against Rory, she's like for her now. So it like it it shifts. Becomes a redeeming trait. Yeah, but Paris Geller, the like in Chilton was a fucking nightmare. Like awful. So uh, and then my last one was Ferris Bueller because he's fucking awful. Also fake. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he's awful. I just hate him. <laughs> He's selfish as fuck. He doesn't care that Cameron has but, like so like debilitating anxiety and hypochondria. Does he make yeah. Cam a better person? No, you See, don't fucking treat mental illness with throwing them in the cold fucking watch. Would you deny that Cam is a better person by the end of Ferris Bueller? The push of Ferris because of shock therapy. Cam, <laughs> but by the end, Cam is better because of Ferris Bueller. And that is why I can't put Ferris anywhere on this list. I disagree. I, 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 he gave them a fun day, even if it was against okay. their will. I'm not saying I'm not saying that he wasn't selfish. I'm not saying that he wasn't selfish. I'm saying that it was a yes, it was against their will, and yes, he handled uh, Cameron's uh, social anxiety incorrectly. Uh, this was and not not to be that guy that's like it's a different time, but th- this wasn't a thing. Like this wasn't prevalent. People didn't know about uh, social anxiety back then. People didn't know. People didn't did know to know. respect fat people and Saved by the Bell. Oh, uh, Saved by the Bell's heyday and and I Zach Morris. I think that's a universal thing. You should always like not make fun of mm. fat people. I think no. No, that's that that's a I new think? thing. That's a new thing. That's a new thing. Is that a new thing? A thousand yeah, percent. Really I gotta yeah, be honest yeah. with you, as a stand-up comedian, fat people are the only group that I can still make fun of. 
that's, I don't even know if that's a thing. You now. might want to you might want to work on some shit just as a backup. <laughs> I don't know. As long as I'm fat, I could do whatever I want. Uh, but no, I, um, again, I'm not defending uh, Ferris's uh, behavior, and uh, I'm not. I'm just saying that he still made he his he wanted to have let them have a uh, or make them have a legendary day. Uh, the way he went about it, legendary. The way, the way he went about it was wrong. <laughs> Uh, the way he went about it was wrong. I, I concur with that. Uh, but it was still a pretty kick ass day, a pretty impossible day, by the way. Can we just talk about oh, how yeah. much, how long each of those things fucking last? You go to a baseball game. Yeah, the, the Cubs game, game is four hours long. Yeah, right? the Cubs yeah. game is three, four hours long. That, that's it. School's out. All <laughs> you fucking did is you went to the baseball game, which, by the way, started at one. Yeah, what, what fucking what high school are we going to? What is this? Like, uh, I don't uh, high school in the sur- suburbs of Chicago, <laughs> like right. But uh, and also like there's a parade and a ball game, and we got all that squeezed in in one that game. That just seems uh, like a lot of traffic for a very high metropolitan exactly. area. <laughs> How did everybody get to the game if there was a traffic through are downtown? We're gonna work out logistics for a movie, guys. <laughs> I, like, I gotta talk I like, to you about Independence Day. Like I, I specifically like the fact that I was like, yeah, yeah, mental illness. It's awful. But like, can we talk about the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were way more like out of pocket because of the. Yeah. Like, how did they have the gas mileage for that shit? <laughs> it is true. Um, uh, BRB. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, thank God this isn't a live show. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, okay. Um, so what are you guys up to? You guys cool? You guys- yeah. <laughs> this is the weirdest time for a BRB. She literally said BRB. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up? Talk a day. <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? Uh, nothing. We were confused as to uh, what to do. How you just peaced out, yeah. Oh, I had to take off my sweater. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get to our number one. Wait, hold on. You and Steph haven't done honorable mentions yet. Yeah. Oh, sorry. you're right. I didn't realize hey, that. Stephanie? Right. Stephanie? Um, so on top of the entire cast of girls, I'm also going to throw... The entire cast of How I Met Your Mother, minus Marshall, specifically pointing out Lily. Thank you. Um, Steve Stifler from American Pie. See, now this is one that came up a lot online, and Stifler's a shitty individual. He is. Is he a shitty very little friend? character development? Like four movies of very little, very little character. I mean, but that he's supposed but to be. But to that group of guys, he was a hard ass and he busted their balls. But was he a bad friend to that group of guys? I don't he know that he made- was. He made this. He made Finch take a bunch of laxatives and then pointed him to the girls' bathroom. Yeah, that is true. That's it really terrible. That's awful. As I laugh, that's yeah. literally yeah. Shit. Okay, all right, you got me it there. You got literally me. and figuratively. Listen, I love American Pie. Like, I I know it doesn't age well. I know it's a very like broish movie, and I probably shouldn't like it. But I love those movies, like for what they are. And he's he's not, you know. I can appreciate Stifler for what he is, and he does have some good qualities. But he just he also doesn't like, in even in the reunion that's supposed to, which wasn't you know as good as the other ones. But he's still like this. He's like 
He's like, Chip Matthews in high school. Like, he doesn't <laughs> grow up. <laughs> That's Fair. absolutely who he is. Fair enough. I ate too and then um, honor, honorable mentions also to Carrie Bradshaw and Lewis Litt from Suits, who I hate and I want to throw off a fucking building. I fucking hate that guy. If nobody else watches Suits, I'm sorry, but he's... No, I, re- I support... Uh, you. I, my friend Christy, you might want to text her about that because she loves that show. <laughs> Oh, does she? I think so. Yeah, I didn't know that. I have to. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Her and Jeff are fans of that show. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, really? Yeah. The moment, yeah. She, the moment Missy said, "I'm like, yes, they are." That's yeah. where her okay. fandom for Meg- Meghan Markle uh, began. She's yeah. an OG. Yeah, yeah. I have a love hate relationship with that show currently. So, wow. Uh, all right. Um, my, I don't have a lot. Uh, to go on, to be honest with you, well, no, you already uh, shot the bed. So, uh, <laughs> joking. Uh, I thought jokes were a thing here. <laughs> Jesus, I thought I'm, I'm joking. You can't make fun of me. I'm fat. Um, all right. So my honor, my dishonorable mentions, I guess I should say, are uh, yeah, Carrie Bradshaw from Sex in the City. Um, also the redhead from Sex in the City. Uh, Miranda. Miranda, I gotta say, it. retrospectively, Miranda was like right ninety percent of the time. Is oh. she a lesbian in real life or in the yeah. show? I yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, on the show she's not, but on, okay. on I knew it was one or the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she was married to a guy in real life, and then they got divorced. Yeah, she was a late in life lesbian. I want that in the yeah. reboot, and I might, and I might watch. <laughs> um, yeah, Miranda as uh, not inaccurate in the things that she says or does, but still doesn't make them a good. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you don't need somebody to be brutally. She definitely is like a tough love kind of person. Yeah, sometimes you don't need that. Sometimes it all depends on what you need or what kind of friendship you have. I get it. I understand. As a viewer, I'm watching her. I'm, I'm, I get very angry specifically at the shitty movie uh, part one where she. Did that to big and then hit it and then yeah. didn't tell uh Carrie because she fucked up and she slipped or whatever, you know, she was having a bad day, but she could have said, Hey, this um, you know, earlier before like fucking come clean earlier. Yeah, yeah she right. let it go for months, and that's really for that is fucked up. Yeah. So uh so that's that's her, and then um fuck, there was another person, um Barney Stenson. Ish, kind of, sort of, uh, is on my list. Is on my honorable dishonorable mention list. That's it. Fair. That's it. That's fair. Okay. Uh, we're going to number ones. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Number one. Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. Uh, oh, before I forget, I'm sorry. Uh, did, yeah, we did go over the number twos. I'm sorry. Just wanted to make sure we did the recap. Um, all right. Uh, the uh, the Bono, what do you got for your number one? My number one is a movie character who is so shitty as a person and as a friend that this character is intrinsically forever tied to this actress for me, and I have a hard time ever seeing her in anything else because this character was so bad of a friend and so bad of a person. My number one is Nancy Downs from The Craft, uh, beautifully <gasps> and perfectly portrayed by Farizabal. Uh Go Nancy- on. Nancy Downs uh, was a witch who, uh, quite literally, if you've never seen the crap, that's the whole point of the movie. Um, (laughs) She is a person who only viewed other human beings as a means to an end. And while there were people who viewed Nancy as a friend, I don't think that Nancy ever truly viewed another human being as a friend. All human beings, all 
everything in Nancy's life were tools in order for her to establish power and become the, mo the, the, the greatest and grandest witch of all time. Which, But she was also keenly aware of the fact that the people she surrounded herself with considered her friends. And that's what makes her so god awful. And Jesus. I haven't even... And I haven't even got to the fact yet that she literally murdered one of these people who considered her friend's boyfriend. Because that's I mean, that in Heather's too. Easy okay. with the spoilers, buddy. Easy the, with the, spoilers. the crap came out in 1996. I know, but my wife still hasn't seen it, and I just bought it the other day to share it. <laughs> she's never seen the craft. No, she's never seen the craft. She no. has also never seen uh, what's the movie that I just showed her the other day. Remember, I just talked about it in the group chat, Missy. You know, but. So Nancy surrounds herself Nothing. with a coven that she builds while under the guise of being friends is just using these other people that she understands are powerful potential witches because the existence of them makes her better. She brings them on under the guise that they are her friends. They genuinely start to consider her a friend until she goes completely and totally ape shit over the fact that she realizes that um, uh, Robert Tooney's character, what is her name? Sarah, that Sarah is actually the most powerful witch in the coven and she loses her mind. And we see the fact that she never had anybody she considered a friend that she doesn't understand what friendship is that she's a complete and total psychopath who was able to manipulate these people in ways that she was trying to get what she wanted and it is so amazingly portrayed by Feruza Balk, who, like, you occasionally watch a movie and you're like, yeah, that character's good, that character's good. Like, Nev Campbell, anybody could have been that yeah, character. Yeah, she's definitely a standout. Yeah. But it, it, like, when I see Feruza Balk, that, that's all I see is I see Nancy. I watch The Waterboy, I see Nancy. Hell, at this point, I watch Return to Oz, I see Nancy, right? She's always there. I think me. she was still the same character in the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> like after the asylum? Yeah. Like post -asylum. I, think, I do think she genuinely loved Bobby. Um, but in in the craft, she she didn't know love. She didn't know Mrs. friendship. Boucher was right. She she knew she she was. She knew manipulation and she she craved power. And that's all there was to it. And the fact that she so masterfully manipulated everyone and everything in her life to try to become the greatest witch of all time. Um, and then, like I said, went as far as to actually murder people. Uh, I, so, I you, But she had, like, didn't she have, like, uh, dra uh, trauma growing up? Wasn't it, like, a backstory? Like, did there was, Yeah, like, um, you see, she was in a mental institution, and they shocked her, and then she went right. to Oz, and it was, like, this whole thing, but nobody knows if it was real. Um, and then she became a witch. I don't think that's what happened, guys. <laughs> Have you never seen Return to Oz, Missy? No. Oh, that's literally the plot of Return to Oz, and Feruza Balk is the yeah. main oh. character in Return to Oz. I've I've seen the craft though. Ah, okay, <laughs> yes. But she did have a traumatic like upbringing, right? That was a thing where. Okay. Yeah. So. Some people think that if you have a traumatic, okay. uh, you have a traumatic uh, upbringing, and you kill somebody and you make mistakes, that uh, yeah, you're still yeah. a good person. Like some people think that I, I'm just making there's, there, there is there is no good. There are no redeeming qualities to Nancy Downs. So my number one, Nancy Downs from the crowd. The key, so the key to that. So if she wasn't, let me ask you a question out of curiosity. If Nancy was never incarcerated afterwards and would just let go. And I don't know. Oh, my piece, God. Like read a book, I hate him 
would would she be like a good person? Would she be a hero? I'm disengaging. No, but I I don't I whatever you're saying is really triggering Missy, and I don't know what's going on. He's talking about Captain America. No, no. he's talking about Wanda. Uh, See, listen, we we were at I like breakfast. The that, I like the fact that Stephanie was annoyed with me for all the wrong reasons. He's doing the Captain America thing. Like, no. Uh, we were literally at breakfast the other day, and he he slipped in. He's like, "Yeah, she's the best supervillain." And I very quietly, I'm like, "She was grieving." He goes, "Yeah," and it just in a matter of thirty seconds, it did the conversation did this. Bra, 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 and we were like five octaves up in thirty seconds, and I was like, "We were watching," and he's like, "She's the best supervillain." Don't engage. Anyway, so but yes, yeah, so Nancy Downs from the Craft, my number one. All right, and I just uh, the Craft. I feel as if the other two that were not uh, party of five chick. Um, were also <laughs> not good friends. Nev Campbell. They were also no, not no. Good he's he's talking. He's talking about um Oh, Rochelle. I mean, yeah, but they were pawns. Like they yeah, were. Again, again like, I'm not saying that they're the worst ones. I feel like they also were not good friends, not great friends. And again, the craft. Uh, does a, a real good thing of like showing you like they've gone through you know right but here's the thing like Bonnie through. Bonnie and Rochelle gen- I think that Bonnie and Rochelle genuinely pulled Sarah into the coven for her to be a family member and to try to be friends with her and yes they they understood that her being in the coven made them more powerful but I genuinely believe that they pulled Sarah in to create to have her be part of their family i think that the the craft is like uh but were they manipulated by nancy the the others like if if mean girls is one side of the coin the craft is the other side side of the coin same movie just different different i haven't seen seen the craft in in years uh but i I bought it the other day for my wife because she hadn't seen it and uh, the movie that I was talking about, the other movie that I bought that my wife had never seen is The Cutting Edge, and we watched that the other day. Oh. Uh, so that, that's yeah. I also realized while making this list and bringing people up with my wife that there were a ton of movies she hadn't seen, so right. and she hasn't seen The Craft either. Right. It's in she, the wanted, she wanted me to mention Jack and Karen from Will and Grace, but I've never really watched it. <gasps> she said that they were good friends to each other, but terrible friends to everybody else. That's kind of fair. Okay. That's kind of fair. <laughs> I took off and landed Man, real fast. Fucking drama. I was like, Katie, no. Way. I was like, <laughs> not a Katie, no. You have a good point. Yeah, no, that's right. That's that's fair. That's fair. Fair point. <laughs> All right. Um, point to Missy, Katie. <laughs> what do you got for your number uh, one? Oh, sure, no problem. Uh, my number one, I think, is uh. Again, granted, the whole cast could be argued as as an awful friend, with the exception of one person. But hands down, for sure, um, in this realm of the TV history, Barney Stinson is 100% the worst fucking friend you could possibly want in your life. Uh, uh, yeah, what? No. Sorry, oh, I got distracted. I got a text message in my, in my computer, and I wasn't expecting that. Um, awful to Lily tries to like ruin her play and was a complete dick to her and then he makes i mean this was i guess this was funny but when he did the, Moist. the Moist. yeah that <laughs> the punishment kind of fit the crime but still a dick thing to do for sure uh, 
I don't remember him. Like, sure, he got Marshall a job or whatever, but like, he really did made an effort to suck this guy into like the Barney Stinson, uh, me- you know, corporate world of douchebaggery. Like, just a fuckboy in a in a suit. I can't stand him. Um, I could go on and on forever and a day, but I think the really one thing that I really fucking hate about uh Barney is the the whole Robin thing, and I think that was a fucking party foul. I blame the writers. For, for taking it as far as they did. Um, I blame the writers who wrote the show. <laughs> yeah, I blame the writers for... No, because you can make a case for a lot of couples that, like, it makes sense, like, that it works towards that... But this was a forced. This was a fucking forced move on the on the writer's part, and it was it didn't fucking work from the beginning. It should have been a one night stand, and that's it. And he pursues her over and over again. I just I I can't for the life of me understand um, where it made sense to anyone that this was a good move because I think as far as I'm concerned, uh, isn't it like a huge party foul to like. Sleep with it is, but I think that the reason it kind of works or that they needed it to work is because they needed Robin to not be available for Ted so that she could meet and 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 uh, to piggyback off what Stephanie's saying, a couple things. One, they they did a whole episode about how Barney was feeling guilty because he broke the bro code, even got Marshall to bring it to to look over the bro code as a lawyer. And see a flaw. So they addressed that. That was season. Was, that was season three, right, right after then, he smashed Robin, and right. then and, and then and, they, they he never felt guilty again. And, and so, because I think it was necessary as a show uh, to do that, because I think the character arc of trying to humanize Barney, because he was a sociopath. He was this guy was like you sure. know didn't care about anybody. I, I think that, that they were trying to humanize him. That they were trying to show, look, he does miss, like he does have feelings. He does get. He no, does. I, I understand the intention behind it. I just, I personally don't think it fucking worked because I, I, I personally, as a watcher, I didn't, I didn't, it, it just didn't ever attract for me. He's also before the Robin thing. He was a huge fucking cock blocker to his friends when he was trying to get Marshall to rebound after Lily left, and he was like all about trying to get him um, laid. I think it's I think it's a, a second or third episode of season two. He fucking cock blocks him like left and right, outright, and not just once by accident. It was like consistent the whole fucking time. However, the reason he did that is because he didn't want Marshall. The reason he did that is because he didn't want Marshall to have sex with anybody else that wasn't Lily. He even went to San Francisco and got her and told her how much uh, he, she needed to go back with Marshall. So that he was cock blocking was a he was cock blocking for his own good. He was cock blocking Marshall because he didn't want Marshall to have anybody else other than Lily. That's he, a fucking was, why not. Why does he get to make a decision where M- Marshall slips his dick in? I don't understand. Why is that an honorable fucking thing for him to do for somebody? If somebody was like, Missy, I'm going to go behind your back and I'm going to make sure that you never fucking get laid until I decide who the fuck it is that's supposed to come back. And that's a- what the fuck is that? That's not that's not a friend. That's not a move that I want in my life. Well, uh, 
disagree to disagree on that one because uh i think that that was sweet i think the fact that he showed and he didn't want to he did it he made lily promise that uh, to never tell the guys that it was him he didn't want recognition he wanted to be like you guys belong together and this is all his doing of trying to get them back together uh I, I there, there's many reasons why barney Simpson is a bad friend he made my dishonorable mention list there's plenty of reasons the reasons you're giving i'm not i'm not exactly you know, kosher with. I'm not seeing eye to eye with, but I, I do agree that he is a bad friend. Giving the example of being a bad friend to a group of people you yourself said are all bad friends is not really the strongest case that you can make. That's not. If you, I, if you, if you want to talk about being a bad friend, then be a bad friend to somebody who's a good friend, right? So, like examples of Marshall and stuff like that. But being a bad friend to Lily or being a bad friend to, uh, to. But nobody, Fred, nobody in this cast, I, um, nobody in this cast, uh, holds holds their own against the shit that this guy pulls on everybody else. Lily's pretty shitty, I gotta say. Lily's pretty Lily, Lily is pretty shitty. I'm not gonna argue against that. She's oh. manipulative as fuck, for sure. She literally does does the whole happen. thing of her like purposely going for years and breaking up Ted's relationship. Yes, and, and that is awful. But that then what else can you say about Ted that? Sucks, but, you know, what whatever. else can you say about that besides that? What does she do to Barney that's fucking awful? What does she do to Marshall? She leaves exactly. Marshall. She leaves Marshall almost twice. She okay. left in the beginning to San Francisco, and then that's she not an left. exactly a character flaw. That's a breakdown in a relationship, which is a different fucking mountain. Like, I'm talking a flaw. Like she it's was not a character. She was mean to him. She, she left him when he needed her the most. Can I? Twice. She didn't leave him when he needed her the most. She asked for space so she can go to San Francisco. And Marshall's the one that goes, if you fucking leave, don't come back. So he's the one that rolled out his dick. And she said, okay, well, bye. That's I'm sorry. If you give me an ultimatum, an ultimatum like that, you're you're daring somebody to fucking take to make a move and you're ma trying to manipulate them. That's not, that's not a fair, a fair assessment of that. Right. I'm just letting you know what, what I think. And right. I'm not defending the fact that she's, she's not shitty. Everybody in their own right does except for Marshall, Lily, Ted and Barney and Robin, also, like on a lower grade, but I don't think Robin is that is the, no, I'm saying like, I think I would put Robin, uh, well, with the exception of her, the whole fucking Barney thing with that exception. Um, I would put her, high, in other words. She, yeah, I would put her lower down on, on, on the, on that I mountain to do, uh, how I met your mother, uh, on seasons. Uh, because, uh, my, I mean, I, I'm being, I'm trying very hard to downplay because me and, uh, Missy have gone on and on, on, on our private conversations about uh, how I met your mother. And it's, I find it enjoyable how much we disagree. On, on yeah. On every I mean, aspect of that show. And I'm yeah, for sure. Well, there's only one time that like out the gate, I remember when you finished binging it a few years ago, um, that I was like, finish, binge the whole thing. And then I'm going to tell you my gripe out the gate. You like what my whole thing with season nine, I think the first couple of times that we went at it, you're like, no. And then I think like, it was like a few times after that, you're like, you know what? I see your point. And I was like, what the fuck? But that's the only moment that either one of us is. The, do you remember the point? What point? Do you remember the point that I agreed with you on? Yeah, you, that um, that it, why spend a whole season on Barney and Robin if they're just gonna break up? But that you in one episode, in one episode, and one, in one episode, right? And and the whole that whole I, last season is a is problematic as fuck. But that again, that's its own uh discussion. But yeah, I I for sure uh I think he's he's uh disgusting. I think Barney's uh, I think Barney's a disgusting human being. 
yes period like womanizer the whole thing the whole, it's very problematic nowadays it's very not uh pc and i think he's a disgusting human being as far as being a bad friend i'm not saying he's a good friend uh definitely don't but i you, mean he's the worst i don't think he's the worst i i don't think and, 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 I, and i think the examples you're giving specifically are not really great examples of showing how bad i got other examples in my head i just well it's, to it's, be it's fair you have not being the worst friend so you've, you've recently you've you've binged it much more recently than i did i watched it yeah. like as Lying. it came out yeah so it's uh, that missy you does this thing to the viewer and to the listener missy does this thing where she only watches she re-watches old episodes but only the ones that she likes that she knows she likes <laughs> where i will binge watch the entire thing over and over and over again missy's like this episode was great let's go back to season whatever and she'll just mm -hmm. but, but she'll just stop at that one episode and she's been over my house where she's like let's go watch that episode and she'll put like season five episode whatever <laughs> and then that episode ends and i'm like all right let's keep watching like i'm literally like let's keep watching like, no. like, no, no, no. <laughs> let's go back to two like yeah i don't yeah. i bounce i don't i don't really really like to delve dip past five that's where but that's five just, is the drop off for me yeah that's that's I but that's just my personal you know that's my brain <laughs> that's my brain I'm <laughs> anyways that's that's my long-winded uh number one choice all right uh way more justifiable than captain america oh, go on <laughs> Well, I mean, Barney didn't kill anybody or hide the fight that somebody else. Did. I said, oh, go on. That, know that you know of. That motherfucker was sketchy <laughs> as fuck. That's so true. And he brought down a whole fucking organization that was uh, built on uh, that. He brought down uh, the GMB. He yeah. brought them down. He was an FBI informant. So snitches end up in ditches okay okay <laughs> uh stephanie what do you got for your number one so my number one is eric cartman um terrible. <laughs> a, a literal, literal child a literal child i'm <laughs> like oh you know teenagers it feels kind of weird putting on this list and she's like okay double down bitch he's double like she's like hold on here <laughs> Nine-year-old. A nine-year-old. Well, he's 20, been nine for like 27 years, yeah, right? 29 seasons of whatever, or however the fuck long it's been on. Uh, Eric Cartman is racist. He is homophobic. He is borderline a murderer. He's terrible to his mother. He's just and a, he's a Republican. No, just and he's a Republican. <laughs> he is god-awful. Um... He's, but you know, you love to hate him because he's the funniest part of the show, right? Um, uh, second funniest, Randy Marsh. Randy okay. Marsh. Randy Marsh. <laughs> okay. oh. Anybody who rides their mutated testicles like fucking bouncing balls, you know, you got it. <laughs> I mean, I, one of my favorite Cartman episodes is the one where he buys the amusement park, so he's the only one that can, yes, <laughs> and that we yes, can use it. Yes. But then he realizes that he has to have like people work because their brides will break down, and in order to pay those people, he has to charge people. So it's like it, you know, when his mom wants to have a four hundred month or whatever abortion, and she sleeps with Clinton to do it. I mean, Eric, Eric Cartman is just awful. He's a lot of the reasons why Kenny ends up dying in the first couple of seasons. <laughs> 
he he gave who did he give AIDS to one of these other kids? Which one did he give AIDS to? I can't remember. I didn't even see that. He squeezed the blood in his mouth. Yeah, right. right. I don't remember who it was. Did anybody see the the election the election special recently for the not the election the the vaccination special? Vaccination is really so good. Oh man, so good. It's on HBO Max. Yes, it is. It's fantastic. Are you sure? (laughs) Positive. <laughs> is that is that from that that special? No, no that's an old episode. episode I mean, episode. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's so my weird. number one. And, and also, I don't know if we have to call him borderline a murderer. He did arrange that murder. You're I think correct. we could just straight up call him the person who murdered Scott. You're correct. And look, I mean, sociopaths yes. and psychopaths. <laughs> sociopaths and psychopaths start somewhere. Yeah. Right. And I mean. Like, and you know, and it's one level to arrange somebody being murdered, but then to feed them to their own child with the pubes. What the fuck? With, with pubes sprinkled he, on top. He ha- he arranged yep. a situation to where Scott Tenerman's parents would be killed. He then chopped them up and fed them to Scott Tenerman. And this with is comedy. Made you eat your parents. This <laughs> sounds like a date nine episode. It is fantastic. I mean, Everything you're saying, like, episode. At Casa Casa Cartman episode is the Maury Povich episode. <laughs> I quote that all the time. The Slash episode is pretty funny too. The oh. Slash episode is hilarious. Um, so but good. yeah, the Maury Povich episode, the uh, whatever, I do what I want. I do what I want. That's you know, I whatever, mean, whatever, I do what I want. Yeah. Talking, uh, yeah. I I could tell as somebody who uh, often gets classified as a contrarian. Um, I, I, I think yeah. I can make it. I think I can make an argument for anybody. Like, no, I don't know. They're that bad. For there's no argument I can make. No, And if you know, boys will be boys, which is still not true because all his other friends are not fucking ass. They're, like he's they're not fucking psychopaths. psychopaths. <laughs> you know? And you, you know what, what's amazing about how about how evil and how terrible a friend uh, Cartman is? They range from having someone's parents murdered and feeding them to them too. That time he ate all the skin off the KFC and then just left and left nobody with any skin on the bucket of chicken. And it's like, I get that in the real world, those two things aren't comparable, but in this moment, they both seem equally egregious. Yeah, it's, you know... (laughs) Psychopaths have always had... There's always an origin story. You know, you know, and, and Eric Cartman really does have the makings of a supervillain. You know uh, that that uh, that you've got you've got a solid solid pick when Neri kickles. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that, absolutely for sure. <laughs> I mean, I did I did the same thing with Bella Swan. I was like, no, yeah, yeah, we're not like no, there's no to be. But wait, like, no I, I, but uh, but did you watch all the movies or you've just I seen watched them? like one through four. I think it was how many? Oh, that's enough. That's how enough. Many, I mean, God bless you. There's five. Yeah, I watched until uh, Dakota Fanning got there, and I thought Dakota Fanning was going to save the franchise, and she didn't. No, she didn't. Uh, she didn't. When you get a a caliber, when you get an actor of that caliber, and you fucking bring her down to the mud with you. I mean, Bryce Dallas Howard couldn't save that franchise. Michael Sheen couldn't save that franchise. look, Look, not for nothing. She's a fine actress, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. She's a fine. Do not actress. disparage the good name of Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm sorry, she good. is no Dakota Fanning, my friend. She is no Dakota Fanning. That's other level. That's shit. a good. Dakota that's Fanning, a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Dakota Fanning is other level. No, no, no. Actress. Like not the way you think. 
yeah. the other way. <laughs> I think I think Dakota Fanning is a phenomenal actress. I mean, she's. I'm not saying she's not. I'm just saying. I think Dakota know, Fanning. I think uh, Dice Bradley. I, I think her. She's fine. She's a good actress. She's. Good. My my whole point is that there were. This movie started off. Or Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick got brought down with this fucking franchise. Well, well this was her. Wasn't anybody before? Yeah, this, yeah. Though. This 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 was her break. This was her. Yeah, yeah that's but what I was gonna still, say. Oh, she's still a better actress than this movie. Like sure, yeah. but like she's still a better actress than than Bella than uh Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, absolutely. Oh, I mean, a, a fucking dead sack of potatoes is a better actress. Yeah, than the, the dead Kristen cat Stewart. outside is better than fucking. My point is, is that there were a lot of. You're in Charlie's Angels, though. <laughs> um, because I need my chocolate <laughs> for all intents and purposes, like a teenage movie there weren't a lot of people like they tried to go for a-listers in the initial casting and it never happened bryce dallas howard being one of them that they went after for in the very beginning um and later as they saw that it was even though it was terrible a giant fucking money maker because it made like a bazillion dollars um then they started bringing in the a-listers and not even the a-listers could in the words of oprah it was a phenomenon (laughs) (laughs) she kept fucking saying that word wrong All right, so uh, Eric Cartman, number one. Yeah, yeah, uh, check out. So my number one, I I have a feeling that the only one, and this is not a gender thing. I just from knowing you guys, I think uh, uh, the Bona might be the only one that knows who I'm talking about. My number one is Nikki Santoro, uh, from Casino. Uh, he is. Playing- God damn, that's a good pick. Like I'm really mad at myself right now for not thinking of that. He is uh he is Joe Pesci. He's played by Joe Pesci. I'm sorry. Uh, he is Robert De Niro's best friend, and he is such a fucking derp. Like he is in <laughs> the world. another 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 psychopath pick. Yeah, well, he first of all, he's a legitimate psychopath, but that's not why he's on this list. <laughs> no, he's not on this Tell list me of- more. That's what I was going to say. He's not on this list for being a psychopath. He's not on this list for being a gangster in a movie that's full of pieces of shit awful, that's called casino <laughs> yeah uh, uh, reprehensible people like in a movie full of reprehensible people that you he's the worst in this fucking movie and again not because of the murdering not because of the fucking robbing and stealing he's not because of that he's such a bad fucking friend he's supposed to be a fucking friend to this guy he's supposed to be looking after ace which is played by robert de niro he turns out fucking uh going behind his back and doing shit that he's not supposed to do that gets him in trouble with their with their bosses such as stealing and beating people up and fucking whatever the fuck um but that's still as awful as that is because he's getting him in trouble with the bosses he's still that's not the reason why this guy fucks his best friend's wife like and then plots uh, with her against him and the only reason he's plotting with her against him is so that he can fuck her because she's played by Sharon Stone so yeah boys will be boys am I right What kind of like golden horse penis does that character have to be able to nail? Hey, he has a good personality. Fuck you. That's just not something that would ever fucking happen. What do you mean? Something who that who who's not eligible? Who's not? She's she's saying, in what world should could Joe Pesci ever sleep with Sharon Stone? In the in the world that in the world that Sharon Stone is a drug addict. 
and and is at the end of a rope and a uh, money hungry fucking gold digger and knows that her husband played by Robert De Niro is no longer giving her the fucking diamonds and the money because he knows that she's a fucking drug addict and so therefore she goes to his she goes to his best friend played by Robert De Niro by, by Joe Pesci because she knows that if I fuck him he might kill my husband and then I'll get the inheritance so that's the world. It's not a romantic world. It's I, not I, a let me off my feet world. They're it not. It's a, not. It's not a Nicholas Sparks movie. No, yeah, it is. It, there's no horses on the beach in this fucking movie. There. This is driven by pure greed. Oh, I, and, I understand. Like, like, man, that is such a good and pick. Fuckery. I'm really upset for not thinking of that one. That yeah. God, that is such. You a know, good I've pick. only I've only seen. You haven't spoiled anything. Not that it it, it matters, but I've only seen pieces. Like a forty year old movie, babe. It's not actually. It came out in the nineties. Yeah, oh, yeah. I... Hey, if I'm almost forty, Casino is almost forty. <laughs> You're born in the eighties, so whatever. Anyway, math, Stephanie, math. <laughs> um, um, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. Casino ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah. Uh, I've only seen bits and pieces of this movie, yeah, but everything you just talked about, I've seen. So, uh. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's I, a phenomenal movie. I saw it. Oh, I saw it again. So in, uh, it's really hard for me to get into gangster movies, and I know that's its, it's own uh, thing. But I know it's a good genre. I just, I, I can't get into it. But. They just tend to be really long. Yeah. So yeah. if you, if you, I mean, I've seen the, I've seen very the, dialogue driven. I've seen the, the Godfather trilogy. Just in my defense, but a lot but, of them, a lot of them happen to be based on true events. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like. Push, like they have to put a lot of things in there. You're right. It's a lot of talking. It's a lot of character driven. Um, based on a based by, uh, based, based on, on push. Yeah, like if you're not a fan of uh, what's that dude, Missy? What's that guy's name? The director, the the Aaron writer, Aaron Sorkin. If you're not a fan of Aaron Sorkin, oh. you would. Yeah, it's a lot of dialogue, so you shouldn't be watching. Uh, you know, I think that. I'm going to be chill because I really have to go to the bathroom, but that was a real asshole thing to say to me, just so you know. Yeah. Fuck you for that. Also, you I'm for that. Mention Nary Science. Uh, yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> but low, you know what I mean? Like five or six, but you're on there. Uh, as long as I'm on there, it's fine. Nary, uh, remember, remember when you called him Alan Sorkin? <laughs> what? Me? I yeah. yeah, I forgot what episode we were doing, but you kept saying Alan Sorkin, Alan he, Sorkin, he Alan gets Sorkin. so mad because every time I, I was it, like, Do you mean Aaron? And he goes, Yeah, that's Alan's brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like two months ago, uh, I'm like, Well, I don't know what the fuck we were talking about. And I was like, Yeah, Molly, because, huh? You brought up Molly's game. No, we were, we, we were, I was comparing directors. Oh, you were talking about WandaVision and Winter Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I was like, you can't compare Michael Bay movie with an Aaron Sorkin movie. And there he goes, oh, you and fucking Aaron Sorkin. Well, like, it's like every time we talk about movies, he brings up Aaron Sorkin. I'm like, oh, he's a great writer. Nobody's debating that. But, but just he, he's sick of hearing one. it. Pick another one. I was like, which, Damn. which, you know what? I, I don't, I don't, I understand his frustration, but he, the, like, just the sheer disgust that came from the depth. I, He's like, you and fucking Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, I, 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 I was like, are you guys fucking? Like, is there something happening that it's on a personal level here? Like, you keep, no, like, but there if are you plenty th- of directors that I love, I love Scorsese, but you don't, I don't bring him up every Scorsese's fucking a, time. 
Overrated. Um, <laughs> super overrated. Oh, you haven't seen Casino. Or, she hasn't seen Casino or Goodfellas. Oh, Sully, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface that statement with the fact that I'm basing it all on my experience of trying to watch Irish. But... Yeah, the Irish trying to watch nothing. what? The Irish trying to watch Also, he said a lot of he's he said a lot of douchebaggy fucking things. Not even basing it on that one with the train. No. I know I'm wrong. I'm not. He does do douchebag things. I like. I would start off with like the Departed or something a little bit more powerful. No, no, no. I, I'm. I know I'm wrong. I'm not. I'm not debating that. I'm the just Irish saying that. Was not the one to start with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that what I said is based on me trying to watch the Irishman for the past three fucking years, and I can't make it past. I can't make it to the end for the life of me. I, 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 What's I that one he made it. for his kids with Sasha Baron Cohen? Mm. He said a lot of douchebaggy things, but that's yeah. that's whatever. I don't even think they're douchebaggy. I think they're fucking old man shit. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's, I really do think it's just just old man shit. Film should be seen in projectors. The like, cinema. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> fuck you. I don't need to watch. Uh, all right, man. Uh, our number woman. Uh, <laughs> he's the greatest generation. I don't even think he's a boomer. <laughs> Is he greatest generation? Yeah, he might probably. He's a thousand years. Are you He's kidding me? He's old as shit. Caveman. Jurassic Park is based <laughs> on books, <laughs> novel by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> um, yeah. I have to pee so bad. I have to stop that. All right. So our, give me a second here. Our number ones are Nancy Downs from The Craft, uh, Barney from How I Met Your Mother, Eric Cartman from South Park and Nikki Santoro from Casino. Uh, we only had one repeat, and uh, that was uh, Missy and I's pick of Julianne Potter from My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, so she's the one that makes the uh, mountain. Um, this would be. Can you imagine? Out of all the mountains that we've done, can you imagine somebody actually physically making a mountain of this? Like this is the worst friends in fucking. TV. <laughs> Can I just say something? I just Googled. Uh, I wanted to see what what generation Martin Scorsese is from. One. Generation from- one. Generation one. It's called the silent generation. And honestly, I wish. <laughs> yeah, it is the silent generation. The greatest generation is the one before them. And they were the ones that On the doing... heels of the greatest generation came the silent generation, a group yeah, born between just... 1925 and 1942. Yeah, and he, he was born. They were the ones nine... that were born during the Depression. That's why he was born. And you know what? It's evident because he fucking, he's sad. He's still sad. <laughs> he's still so sad. All right. So, uh, Julian Potter is the only one. What other picks to, do you think should be going on there? I'm going to. I mean, I'm down to going for the number one. I was going to say, in our number ones, there are three actual murderers. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> White bag. <laughs> so, if we do, you kill your friend, make you my friend. You kill your friend, that makes you my friend. <laughs> Unless you're, you've been brainwashed and you're uh, by the, by Hydra, I, I don't accept. <laughs> I don't even accept that. I, I know you don't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the all fuck right. up with that. So we have, for honorable mention, I'm sorry, for our final mountain, we have Julianne Potter from My Best Friend's Wedding, Nancy Downs from The Craft, Eric Cartman from South Park, and Nikki Santoro from Casino. Yeah. Um, fair. All right. That's a good job, team. 
Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's our, our list. Uh, make sure you guys check out, uh, check us out on, uh, if you're listening to the audio version, check us out. You can check the video out on YouTube or our Facebook page, go to facebook.com or youtube.com slash MT Geekmore. If you feel like donating again, the cash app is the dollar sign at MT geek more uh make sure to watch us live we're gonna try to do this every tuesday i know we've been missing a couple a lot uh recently but summer so break's gonna, coming baby we're gonna try to get our shit together it's been tough to get uh scheduling has been difficult um but uh we're gonna try to do this every tuesday so watch us live on facebook youtube or twitch so thank you guys for checking us out check out uh stephanie's uh thank you for stopping by stephanie uh You're check out her events planning um she's phenomenal at events planning not just saying that because she's on here because as you guys have heard on the on, on the show i i have no problems in uh, making fun of her but uh she's an, uh, an exceptional uh, event coordinator check her out at events underscore by underscore the letter u on uh instagram and it's uh miami events by you.com uh, so make sure you check that out. Uh, Missy's uh, writing is at missywrites.com and her handle on social media is at Missy the Writer. Uh, and uh, if you want to get a hold of the Bona, he's private on everything. So, <laughs> uh, so if you want to get a hold of him, uh, reach out to Neri. <laughs> yeah, reach out to me or Missy and then we'll try to see if we could uh, talk him into... Uh, I'm probably about to fix that. That was a temporary thing. We're, we're going to uh, go public again in a minute. Sure, Jim. All right. So, and then my comedy is at NarySigns.com. My social media is all over at NarySigns. Uh, or you can go to whatwashisname.com. Uh, thank you guys very much for checking us out. And that's how lists are made.